Hey everybody, welcome to Street Fight Radio. Glad to be back. Sunday night time for a street fight. We are taking your calls as usual. It's been a while. We were on the West Coast. We had a great time. Thanks everyone that came out to our live shows. The number to dial is 614-655-3887. We'll be answering calls until midnight tonight. Um, for those of you that don't know who we are, I'm Brett Payne. He's Brian Quinby. We're Street Fight Radio, number one anarcho-comedy radio show in any station across the nation. We just got back from a really wonderful West Coast tour, which we'll get into at the beginning a little bit. Uh, I want to let everybody know that in Columbus, Ohio, we are doing a live stream. Uh, tickets for that are coming soon. We're going to have the Trillbillies. We're going to have Garbage University podcast. We're going to have Lindsey Martin as special guests. And that's going to be the kickoff of our new uh, monthly live stream that we hope to, to you know, continue on with. We're going to have the Howling Commandos as a backup band. They're going to play some music and play us on. It's going to be big. It's a variety show. It's not like me and Brian in the. It's not like me and Brian in the basement. And it's not like me and Brett on stage in a different city. Right. (laughs) Completely new, unique thing that we're doing, a variety show here in Columbus, Ohio. So come see it. We'll hang out with some of our favorite people and have them do their hilarious jokes and play their awesome music for you. Uh, I think uh, Jake's going to do a... Yeah. I mean, some people will be surprised still, but yeah, Jake's going to do a song or two uh up there yeah we're gonna have uh we're, we're gonna have a, a band play a couple play some songs we're gonna have jake do some songs we're gonna have uh lindsey do some stand-up we're gonna have drew and natalie do whatever they plan to do they they are working on some stuff and then uh of course the big headliners the big boys the trillbillies are coming and uh we're gonna kick off a, a year of probably a lot of us in a trillbillies together yeah we love those boys and uh it's our pleasure to host them at home and uh, i wouldn't want to do the first variety show with anybody else so I'm, I'm real happy with this lineup and i think it's going to be fucking great and you'll be able to watch it on the internet but if you're close to columbus i would be there i think it's going to be fun i think for you, at least, not for me. It's going to be, be yeah. It's going to be hard to pull off. It's a lot of work, um, <laughs> but it's going to be really cool, and it'll be live streamed as well, so you can watch it from the com- comfort of your home. It is a, it is the beginning of the holiday season. That's what's got me down in the dumps right now. Oh so. man, this is sucks. This is bad. I feel like I have to take over Happy Holiday, guy. No, I actually jumped over Thanksgiving. I'm just, I'm thinking about skipping Thanksgiving altogether this year. <laughs> nope, I think it's you have to be, go. No, I do not already, have to do anything. I don't already, want to. My wife already told me you're trying to get out of going to Thanksgiving. Already, I wriggled out of two family ones. The only one left is a Friendsgiving one, and I'm like, what are friends for? except for more trouble on the holidays you said uh i don't think i'm invited and i was like oh bullshit you're not invited you know you're invited you're just you're trying to slither out i don't know i'm invited you're trying to slither out of hanging out with my dad is what you're trying to do exactly future street fight guests when we talk about chicken foot so uh we do have um we do have a few items in the store we have i re-upped on the guys gals and non-binary pals a lot of folks asked if we were going to have them uh for the holiday season we do um we also have the hellfire congregation shirts we have our facebook shirt that Lermworm did for us please get the pre-orders in now because the price is going to go up we're also doing the discount on those if you need assistance paying for the t-shirt we offer that that's at store.streetfightradio.com also is coming uh we have prince monica potter did uh a painting of us 
and wanted to uh, offer it up to raise money for the mutual aid fund. So that's coming as well. That's all at store.streetfightradio.com, along with the tickets to that live show uh, when they go live. I'm going to get this all up sometime in the next 48 hours. So just get your ass to this live show. It's going to be fucking incredible. We yes. haven't done we we've never done anything like this. And it's it's kind of like the beginning of uh, it's kind of like the beginning of a new thing. It's sort of like me and Brett used to have a vision of live shows that we thought was impossible. And uh, now we've gotten to a point where it's possible and uh, I'm very excited yeah. for you people to it see this. It is pretty funny. The fir- One of the first times that we ever got the chance to do live comedy. I mean, I think the pot. Were, were we even doing Street Fight or were we on the other show? We were, no, we were doing Street Fight. We had Street Fight. And uh, a friend of yours from the neighborhood owned a restaurant and was like, you guys are welcome to come and do comedy like in the dining room. You know, like just set up a day. And we wanted to get like overhead projectors and we wanted like confetti and all kinds of a million, million things that you have to build your way up to. And what I'm saying is that we've built our way up now to like overhead projectors and confetti. Yeah, man. Hopefully. We're getting closer. I mean, here's the thing. This time we have Lindsay, who is an Ohio person on the show, home for the holidays. And we have Drew, who, you know, he's he's always around (laughs) for us when we need him. And uh, but we're going to be bringing in all kinds of special people to do these things from all over the country. It's going to be fucking great. I I really think we're going to make something really good here. This is this is going to be the thing where we get to fuck around and do something a little different. I mean, also keep your eyes out. You know, we're going to be working new material out around Ohio and West Virginia, maybe and places like that so there will be tour dates in the next four months they're just going to be one at a time (laughs) yeah (laughs) so we're not completely off the road but we're as off the road as we are ever going to get um god damn what else was i gonna oh shit if you're listening to this it's probably already there but monday um what's the date monday um (laughs) november 25th the first episode of Teen Fight Radio comes out. That's the new mini series. That's that's uh the new Shocktober, if you will. Uh, it's me, Brett, and Gwen talking to people about what it was like to grow up and stuff like that. And uh, the first episode is with Kath Barbadaro. Uh, you will get to hear Gwen rank us all in coolness on a scale of one to one hundred, which. I urge you not to take those results seriously as I'm her dad and I'm fighting from behind already and it's really not fair, but, you know, I thought of it, so I guess I have to take it, you know? Mm-hmm. Not fair. Well, uh, yeah. You know, I, being somebody's dad is like, how are you going to be cool if you're somebody's dad, right? Like, I mean, I'll I'm bet somebody's you, like, dad, so. Right, I'm saying Charlotte probably doesn't think you're cool, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, she's still at that age, maybe. Like, do you think Jonathan Davis... His son thinks he's cool. No. Yeah. Never. He, like Chino's son thinks he's cool. So yeah, no, no, not at all. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Like I'm trying to Who even think of shit? like people. Who gives I, a shit? I, it's just important, really, for a lot of adults to know that they're cool. Yeah. You know? I, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know. So not me. Yeah, Kath and then uh Kate Raft will be coming up next week. So 
Get ready for those shows. I think they're going to be really fun. I think there's going to be a lot of embarrassing stories throughout the uh, weeks, and uh, it's going to be great. It's going to be fun. Uh, the West Coast kicked ass again. You people love us out there, which makes me feel good. <laughs> you know, I want to thank. Uh, yeah, we need bigger venues. Yeah, I think we do. Uh huh. I, 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 you know, we got to thank John and Stefan and uh, Daniel, who was very cool. <laughs> yeah. And, um, uh, shit, Brace and Jack Allison and Rob Wisman, like, for coming out and, and like, performing, and Sarah June uh-huh. for coming out and performing with us. And it was so fun. And, uh, everybody was so cool. And, uh, got a lot of drugs. On this tour, got a lot of drugs. Yeah, we're on this great. one, yeah, we're doing great on drugs. You know, even if we didn't make any money, we got a whole ton of drugs. Right. So that's something. I have ketamine now. Thanks for the hookup, everybody. I have ketamine now. Right. Uh, my wife's birthday is coming up, and she's expressed interest in doing ketamine on her birthday mm-hmm. and getting a tattoo. So now, I've never done ketamine. And I very purposely have never gotten a tattoo. Now, it's not a moral thing with the tattoo stuff. I feel like I'm 40 years old. And like sometime after like 22, if you don't have any, it feels weird getting one to me. You see what I'm saying? Like, I mean, yeah, you can yeah, you make up that rule. <laughs> That's not a rule. I don't think I made that up. I think that, like, if you have zero tattoos and you get your first tattoo at 40, that's weird. Little bit. It can come off as desperate. Just a little bit desperate. Like, desperate in the way of, like, a 40-year-old man wearing an antisocial social club shirt. Sure. Okay. I, okay. <laughs> so you do have a handle on what you're saying. Here. I know who I am. <laughs> But yeah, it feels weird. I, I like don't even really know what to get, but like I kind of yeah. made the decision that I'm gonna make it visible because hey, if I'm gonna get one, it I know. might as well be fucking visible. You make me mad. Why? Because there's all kinds of there's like all kinds of kids that just like their first one is on their face, you know. I'm not like gonna get this, it on my face. I know, but like in this day and age, like the hand people get their hand tattoos first. And it's like, what the fuck? Are you I kidding know. me? You I get like a whole scrawny little arm there you gotta f- fill up. Well, I think like a really important part of like our thing together for me was one day when you got your neck tattoo and said, I just want to make sure I can't get a real job. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, uh, Oh man, I'm dedicated now too. like, this is <laughs> like, like, I felt your dedication and I wanted to like be like, I was like, this is it. This is our thing. You know, <laughs> this yeah. is going to be our job because so, yeah, I mean, you know, <clears throat> I mean, it's, it's obviously become a lot more relaxed, but I definitely come from a time where I kept, mo- I would just hide my shit under dress shirts in order to get like a decent fucking job, you know? Well, that's like my wife was saying, like I said, yeah, I'm going to get a visible tattoo. I'd probably try to get something like cool, you know? And uh, she was like, mm, everybody at my work has a visible tattoo. They don't <laughs> really care anymore. I was like, fine, I'll get a fucking hammer and sickle and a circle A and an anvil. And then we'll fucking see what people think is cool. You yeah. know, like, that's I think I'm going to like do something on my knuckles. Because, like, that's the only place I could think of where it would be cool. Okay. And then, like, uh, and there's space to get Deftone or Katie's name in the Deftones font. Uh-huh. Right? And there's space to get a, a circle A, a hammer and sickle, and an anvil. 
and I'll have one on each of my boys there. But okay. I'm still scared. I sent Brad a text last week <laughs> that said, hey, dude, does it hurt to get your knuckles tattooed? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> such a, I'm such a chicken, dude. I'm so fucking scared of this. I'm yeah. freaking out because, like, like, I feel like I need to go to you to find a workaround to get the least amount of pain possible. <laughs> I don't know. I yeah. I don't. I don't. I I don't know if I can offer you that kind of. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're mean. Safety. Well, somebody told me you got to breathe. I mean, it's all breathing, but for real, if you're getting something on your knuckle, you're gonna be. It's gonna be a half hour, but it's gonna be a matter of. Uh, I don't know. I can't imagine you not jumping as soon as the needle touches your skin. Well, yes, that's the thing. Like, I need your ex. You're the only expert I know. And you're such a you're 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 very experienced at getting tattoos. Maybe the listeners can call in and give me information on where it'll hurt the least. But I'm just trying to get to a place where I don't ruin the tattoo and walk out halfway finished. You know what I mean? Like I'm trying to figure out how I can do this because I have a low tolerance for discomfort. Yeah, and right? like the finger is a very delicate work so if you get crazy and move a lot it will just be like a, a smear on your finger that's what i'm saying i don't i like have no idea what to do really but i want i want to do it because she wants she wants to get tattoos for her birthday yeah no and, I, I like and she's always said ceremonial those are the best tattoos whenever someone <coughs> asks you to tattoo you just gotta say yes like you should you never turn it down i've actually turned down two one with the Sam, the Sams for Hellfire, and one with Kath for the Texas tour, but they're just so hard to get in, and it's just like a whole day fucking thing, you know? Yeah, I've turned a few down. Like I've turned a few. Like I've turned them down in the past, and I think people are often surprised that I don't have any at all. And like, uh, my wife has been like saying we should get a tattoo together since like we we've been together for 20 fucking years and she's been saying it for 20 oh, years. Oh wow. You know oh, what I wow. mean? And like uh I sort of am like I'm going to do it. I like I I think I had an excuse 5 years ago where it was like mm, I have to get a job. You know what I mean? Like I could just make it. I know that's not an excuse cuz you could get it anywhere and yeah. cover it, but it was like something, you sure. know, but I don't really have an excuse now. It could be, it could be like my whole face covered and it wouldn't change anything. <laughs> you know, like my job is my job now. Yeah, I might get us more Instagram likes. Well, that's why I said, I said the funniest thing to get tattooed would be real tree around my neck. Just fucking, just get real tree. Like a collar? <laughs> like the whole neck, just real tree. Wow. Because I saw a guy in real tree leggings today and I was like, those are tight. Wow. Those are nice. I dig it. I wish I wore leggings. Leggings are great. They're super comfortable. Well, he was wearing shorts over them. So he wasn't like going all the way. No, that's the, yeah, that's I mean? a grunge move. They did that too. They wore those like waffle pants under Yeah, Darby Allen does it too. Yeah. I it's mean, like it's, going it's for the dark. But you weren't at wrestling this week. Everybody that was there. A lot of the street fight people didn't show up because I don't think they thought we were going to be there. And Brett didn't even wasn't even able to make it to that one. Everybody there was making fun of how Darby Allen dressed. Oh, no. Yeah. That's, I wish you were there. See, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, That's, I think he looks cool. I kept saying, I think he looks cool as fuck. 
Yeah. You know? I think he looks cool. And they were like, yeah, like, what are those women's shorts? And I'm like, who cares? Yeah. They're, they're cool as shit. They have more stretch in them. It's better to <laughs> wrestle in. I like women's pants for the spandex. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man. Uh, so tattoo is going to happen. Yeah. Also, that is a, that we are going to be at the elevator tap room. It's on 4th in Columbus, Ohio, Wednesday nights. 8 to 10 p.m. watching AEW Dynamite Professional Wrestling. So if you're in Columbus, Ohio, we plan to be there uh, from here on out, you know, unless a show comes up. But, yeah, I'll be there this Wednesday. Oh, yeah. I think more people are going to be there this Wednesday, actually, because it's the day before Thanksgiving. True. So you're just more no Thanksgiving? You're just yeah, like, fuck it, I don't care. Out. I mean, you're a vegetarian. Here's a here's an issue, okay? <laughs> and I don't know if they listen. I'm not trying to be insulting if they do. The thing is, our friends, we have friends that have a very traditional idea of what Thanksgiving is. And uh, a vegetarian does not fit in that traditional idea, number one. And number two, like, I agree with Brett on this. Thanksgiving food could be good. You could make incredible Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. But most people just dump a bunch of well, boxes and bags into like a casserole and bring them in. I don't like that. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, you can make green bean casserole with like real green beans. You don't have, there's no, nothing that demands you use canned beans. Right. Know? Every, do you, did you know this? Uh, I'm going to tell you this. I don't know if you knew this. Every single when the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, every single year I make pizza dough because like I know. I'm going to want to eat something that has flavor <laughs> later on in the night. So I just make it, get it done. When I go home, I have that. You have pizza to look forward to. I love pizza, dude. After I know surviving you Thanksgiving. Pizza, but like, I think I don't like the Thanksgiving food. Yeah. I think it sucks. And Thanksgiving as a holiday is like, it's kind of like, it's not like, it's like the 4th of July in a way, right? Like where it's like, not like really a good thing that caused it you know sure and like you're meeting uh, for like a reason that it's like you would rather not be right right you're meeting for like the the way that the 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 holiday or whatever is not like a good like the reason you're there is not good so it's it's sort of like okay so that's a strike against it Another strike is that the food is not. Yeah, no, all the recipes great. were created in 1954, and they we weren't allowed to change them. Since yes, then. yes, yes. You fucking don't you fucking dare bring a jalapeno like, to my all Thanksgiving. Our, all of our favorite brands sponsor our Thanksgiving now. <laughs> like we know what to make because we can rely on our brands to put it in a box and a can for us. Yes, yeah. I mean, dude, I went grocery shopping today, and uh, it is sort of depressing. That they have an enormous Thanksgiving section, and it does have basically my Thanksgiving dinner in it. Like, it has Jiffy. It has canned corn. It has green beans in a can. Yep. Cream of mushroom shoot. French onion. Those gimmicks. Those French yeah. onion gimmicks. <laughs> it's got... um The can of cranberry sauce. Yeah. The only thing in the aisle is... The turkey isn't there. But... Like, it's just, it, when you look at it, and you realize that, like, you can't really even deviate from that, because people tend to be so traditional that they want to have that. That's yeah. what they want. Yeah. 
You know, and as an entertainer, I'm a person who knows you give people what they want, not what you want to give them. Right. You know, and like, it's just, it's yeah, like, Harvard, I, yeah. It's, I mean, yeah, the Ohio Thanksgiving is a bad deal. Oh, oh, I mean, all Ohio potluck food is bad. Yeah. I mean, like, I would be interested if potluck food's good anywhere, you know? Yeah. But I would have more faith in it on like, in like a place like New York. Or like L.A. or San Francisco or Chicago. New Mexico. New Mexico. Yeah, I would have more faith in it in places with like a rich food culture, you know. But in Ohio. Houston. In Ohio, it might as well just be like a big tub of butter. Yeah. And like uh, a bunch of powders. (laughs) It's a tour. It's like a tour of the dairy. It's like every dairy product reinfused with each other. Um, It is. And yeah, it's uh, I don't know. You know, I've never eaten at a potluck. I've never made a potluck meal, ever. When I go to a place where they're doing a potluck, work, no ma- even if it's work, I've never made a plate. I just am like, I'm. you watch me on Thanksgiving. I will not make a plate because I just, no, fuck it. Yeah. Even, I'd rather not. I'll just have a Soylent. I knew a family that, like, their favorite macaroni and cheese was the Stouffer's macaroni and cheese. And I was like, you can't even make, like, a bomb-ass macaroni and cheese. <laughs> oh, my God. That was one of my exes for the longest time, to just eat the fucking Stouffer's. Oh, oh I had a thought on the way here. Fighting over the crust. I had an interesting thought on the way here that's probably not that interesting, but I want to bring it up. Remember when you were a little kid and you would go to the refrigerator and you would grab a hot dog out of a pack of hot dogs and you would just eat it like right out of the pack of hot dogs? Do you think any adults do that? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, oh, man, I'd love to meet that person. (laughs) I mean, yes, cheap, easy food. I mean, do, do they not boil it? Or cook it first. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, I used to just walk. It's vile. It's a vile thought to me now, uh, admittedly. But I used to just walk I in mean, and grab a hot dog and eat it cold. In they, on What a Time to Be Alive, they were talking about with one of, one of their guests. Uh, he, made a, he made soup. He really loved this canned soup. And then one time he let it sit out and he was like, I guess I'll try it cold. And then he was just kind of like, yeah, I don't need to really need to eat this. I just fucking love it. <laughs> oh, like this. man, this is one of the cases where we need a mic over by Jason because that motherfucker will open a can of Chef Boyardee and just eat out of right. it. Right. <laughs> I mean, I think that, um, yeah, there is a certain – if you get past all of it, you can just really – Get it over with and uh, eat like a pack of hot dogs and then you're good for like the afternoon. That's interesting. I mean, I would love to not have like the kind of taste. It's fucking keto, dude. It's a keto. It's keto. It's It's cheapest keto solution. We need a meme. (laughs) That would be great. (laughs) A keto meme that's just a picture of a guy eating a cold hot dog. Just fucking devouring (laughs) hot dogs. In the morning, like 16 hot dogs for breakfast. (laughs) That would be the best, man. That that that's the kind of uh, I just can't imagine an adult, uh, like an adult person. You're too bougie. That's it's not why. bougie. That is the lowest definition of bougie I've ever heard. You know, I like craft boxed macaroni and cheese. Okay. I think it tastes delicious. Okay, and still to this day, I like it better. Then good macaroni and cheese. Wow, that's that's. I wild. like the craft shit with the powder, not the fucking Velveets. I don't oh, need no. even the Velveeta. Wow, I like the powder. You're low. That's really low. That's not low. That's, that's too that's low fine. for me. But but 
I like that. I don't do powder. I've stopped doing powder this year. 2019 was no more powder and cheese <laughs> in my life. <laughs> you fucking... <laughs> I do the melty shit in the pouch, but... Not the powder. Well, I... I uh, shit don't mix up right. It's too, it's too milky. It's either too, too milky or it's like that weird like thing where they're like kind of stuck together. Yeah. And it like makes this, this noise. When sure. you stir it, it makes that weird noise, and you're like, ew. <laughs> yeah, ooh, there's a, okay. lot of, a lot of activated gluten. Well, it's just when I was a kid, my parents would, like, make dinner, and, like, three quarters of our dinners involved Kraft macaroni and cheese. Sure. <laughs> and they would pour just different things in them, and I remember how mad I would get when they would put peas in the macaroni and cheese. It's like, fuck, dude, macaroni and cheese is good. It doesn't need peas and ground beef. See, um, I doctor mine up. I definitely will throw some buttery peas into there. It makes sense. It's like, Ugh. it's too basic, just the regular shit. You're such an adult. I have to. A little bit. <laughs> little bit I haven't had. I, I need I, fiber. I, I, let, me, let me say, I haven't had a box of macaroni and cheese all year either. Probably two years. But if I was single and I was just living alone... That would be my dinner sometimes. Yeah. I think. Like yeah. a whole just a whole box. Of yeah. It. Fuck it. Yeah. You know? That's a great dinner. Yeah. So it's what a what a growing boy needs. Also, I would like to eat just a tube of biscuits again. Ah. Like I used to when I first moved out. Just my make the whole just, thing. I would just yeah. A dozen biscuits? <laughs> I would just have all the biscuits and all the grands in a tube for dinner. That was my dinner. <laughs> you cooked it, right? Yeah. Yeah. But you just made... Two wow. specifications, and then I put butter That's on all so of them. That's so easy to do. I remember <laughs> just running and fighting <laughs> fighting for Me your too. fifth or sixth biscuit. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Me too, man. It was like... Because there were five kids in my family, and it was like... Like, this is a real one biscuit family because there's not enough for everybody, but it was just like there's eight, I think, in a pack, and there were seven of us. Yeah. So there was like one left over, and it's like, oh, I hope I can get that extra biscuit, man. I hope that one's mine. Cram it down your throat. Yeah, you know, it's usually Jason. Jason yeah. has got it, you know, growing boy, I guess. They they gave it to him. But it was just sort of like when I moved out, I would like uh, all my food for a day would be like I would get up in the morning, I would go to the golf course and work, and I would eat a uh, Otis Spunkmeyer apple cinnamon muffin, and I would drink a ruby red ocean spray. Like that was my breakfast, right? And of course, I didn't eat again for many hours. And then at dinner time, I would have a whole thing of biscuits. And then, like, a couple hours later, I would have a whole thing of cinnamon rolls. <laughs> that was all I ate. Lot. And it was just, like, I had no vegetables, no meat. I was kind of almost vegetarian because I was afraid to cook meat. Yeah. You know? So, I <laughs> thought I would kill people. I thought, like, if you undercooked meat, it would kill you, oh. not just give you diarrhea. Got that it. you would, like, die. You didn't know. I actually thought you would get Ebola. Wow. Because. Yeah, that's pretty scary. Yeah, I was dumb. You know me. Yeah, well, I'm still. You were being, you were being safe. You didn't want to kill anybody. <laughs> I didn't want to give anybody. Like, I'm sorry, honey. I can't cook tonight. I might kill you. Yeah. Well, I I ended up learning how, and I still don't. I I don't. I I stopped cooking though, kind of, because yeah. like dinner is just boring now. Mm -hmm. I am sick of having dinner. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. I'm. Uh, I actually decided coming back from tour. I'm going to like find some new recipes 
and some simple shit that I like and uh, figure out how to get back into it because I've, like, been, I've been pouting for too long now. Like, Right. Well, what do you do? Like, I might be interested to hear this from listeners, too, is like. You you cannot I cannot figure out a way to not have a pattern with my dinner in a in such that like I'm probably have seven different dinners that I do and I cannot figure out how to get an eighth, ninth, tenth, maybe a new seven. You know, it's just these seven and like it is a totally blank on eat on the other side of seven, you know, like it's just, it's like, mm, I guess bean burritos. We'll have bean burritos again. <laughs> yeah. You know, well, we'll have pasta with pesto and broccoli. That'll be our dinner. I guess that's it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's all there is. Right. I mean, you unless know. you go out. Yeah. It's, and uh, it's like Indian food would be good, but like who has faith that, yeah, uh, you can, cook I can't Indian make that food? in my house. Exactly. I'm not that bold. I'm yeah. not bold enough to think that I, oh, nailed it. It's like, no, I didn't. I didn't fucking just make naan at my house. I did not just whip it up the first time from Pinterest recipe. <laughs> I tried to make pita once, and it sucked so bad. Yeah. We got any calls? Yeah, we got Let's a few. Get somebody on the phone. Let's see who's on the phone. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Got any calls? Yeah, we got a few. Somebody on the phone. Is your radio on? Is your radio on, buddy? You're on. Oh, shit. Is this me? Yeah, yeah. It's, you. it's you. If you say so. Holy shit. I am. Oh, man, this is my first time calling it, and I promised myself I wouldn't do that, and here I fucking am. No, it's okay. Oh, you know, God, we all that. do that, except for I've never called into a radio show. Shit. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, yeah, this is uh, Nick from New Jersey. How's it going, guys? Great. How's it going with you, Nick? What's up? Uh, pretty good. Just studying for a test tomorrow. What's the uh, test on? Can I ask what the guys, test is uh, on? At uh, music, music history. I'm I would murder that test. At, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know about uh, Beethoven and shit? No, but I know a lot about Deftones, which <laughs> they'll probably come up. You know, they made the best album in history. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm I'm, wa- I'm waiting for that section. Uh, Have, yeah, do they ever me, talk? I to call and say, I'm sorry. Like, you, do you major in music? Yeah. Do they ever talk about modern shit there? Eh, honestly, it's not really part of the required curriculum. Uh, you can take like a history of popular music class if you like, but just for a regular like BA in music, like it's all just like classical shit, playing the piano, theory. You know, it's pretty boring unless you have a passion for it, which you know, I do. So. You, let me. T- I'll t- I'm gonna tell you. Right <laughs> I'm gonna tell you a quick story here. It's really quick. When I was Go a kid, my dad used to tell me all the time that Getty Lee from Rush is the best drummer in the world because he had a PhD in percussion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I, I don't think that like transfers to being good or anything. I think he just knows a lot about drums. But what's what's up tonight, Nick? <laughs> Uh, well, shit, nothing really. I fucking slept till two because I partied all weekend, which is a huge fucking mistake. But uh, now, but now, uh, yeah, just sitting around looking for shit to do. I saw you guys were live, and I'm like, yeah, fuck it. I never called in before. Might as well give it a shot. What? 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 So you do you feel bad because you slept until two? You got it wrong, Brian. 
What? Neil Pert, not <laughs> Yeti Lee. Oh, fuck. Neil Pert. I'm sorry. Yeah, Neil I, Pert I, went to yeah, college. I was about to say, I'm like, shit, does he mean Neil Pert? <laughs> I did. I did. You should correct me when I'm wrong, okay? Don't just... You know, uh, okay. no, don't even worry. but 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 uh, but uh, you do you feel bad for sleeping until two? Is the question? No, nah, I don't. I don't feel bad. I just felt like ah, shit. I shouldn't have done that. You know, no, like, don't I, feel I that way. To today, so. What time you had to be up tomorrow? <laughs> uh, fuck. Well, tomorrow I don't have anything to do in the morning. I can sleep in tomorrow too. It seems like it's your fine. natural schedule is to sleep till two, Nick. Is what I'm telling you. <laughs> That's just my opinion. Well, look, I, I believe it. That you're definitely accurate on that front. Well, I, and, I think know, after after finals are over, I'm gonna go back to sleeping until two every goddamn day. I know that for sure. <laughs> I I just think it's wild. Like that, it is wild that like we we force ourselves to feel like we feel guilty. I, like I feel like we wake up when we're supposed to wake up. You know. Like, oh, yeah. whenever you wake up is when you were supposed to wake up. It, it wasn't late. It wasn't early. It was when you woke up. Circadian rhythms. Unless you have to go to work and you have an alarm clock and all that stuff. Then it's a thing. But I think people get hung up on the fact that they have to be up early during the week. And when they sleep till 2 on a Saturday or Sunday, they're like, ah, damn it. I wasted the whole day. But the truth is. Sleeping is not wasting the day, in my opinion. <laughs> Man, that is that is a really, really good way of putting it. Yeah. You know, and hey, it's, it's different for everyone. You know, for, for me, sometimes I feel like good when I wake up early, but when I have to wake up early because I have to do some stupid shit, like, you know, go to school, go to work, you know, stupid adult shit like that. I'm like, ah, fuck, I don't want to do this. I, I don't. You know, I, but I guess that's the pretty normal way of thinking about it. I'm still sort of programmed into that thing where I think waking up early is better, you know, because I woke up at 11 today and yeah. I felt like all powerful and shit. Like I woke up at 11 yeah. and I went and did laundry and I, uh, I went grocery shopping and I was done by like one and I was like, God damn, man, I feel like a fucking Marine today. Like I get more done before <laughs> <laughs> 1pm than most people get done all day. <laughs> I, I do. I I totally feel. I, I I totally feel that on a spiritual level. I think everything should start at eleven. Sound good? Like if we did a, a utopia, and we're starting over because we're not all farmers anymore, right? We have electric lights, yeah. all that stuff. But someone has to farm the food still. Yeah. They can do it at eleven. You know what I mean? No. You think we should start at eleven now? Eight o'clock is too early for things to start. Eight o'clock is the time now. This is what I'm talking about. There's a time, eight o'clock, where everybody's supposed to be on. That's the time. Eight o'clock. Eight okay? o'clock p.m.? A.M. Eight a.m. supposed to be on? That's when you're expected to be on. On what? On. Like, <laughs> that... <laughs> Turned on? No, no, I'm saying. That's when you wake up? You're supposed to. Oh, and in, in this, in this the, cruel world, you have to be started at 8 a.m.? No, I, okay. Have you ever had a job interview at 7.30 in the morning? I don't know. I don't know if oh, I remember. Jesus, I couldn't imagine. No, because they don't do them because everything starts at 8. Everything. 
just starts at 8 a.m. I think that's that's why people are so mad about what time kids go to school. Because they're like, damn, this is like two hours early than the actual world starts. It, it's not 8. And I think 8 should be switched to 11. Because <laughs> I think people would rather it all just start at 11. You right. know? You can just do all your other shit and then wait for it all to start at 11. 11 to 8. That's your work day. 11 to 8. Everybody, every adult would be happier that way. Just every single adult. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. Thank you. Thank you. Brett's over here disagreeing. He's giving me a look like, no, we can't start at 11, but that's just... He's just trying to be. Uh, yeah, I don't think I think fight I'm, me. I, I think I'm open to everybody doing their own thing because I don't want to do that. I don't want to just work during all of the daylight. I don't want like, to. Oh, my God. I don't want to work during all of the good weather. But you could get up at eight in the morning mm -hmm. and you would have until 11 to do stuff. I'm not saying we all have to wake up at 11. I'm just saying that everything starts at 11 now because instead of eight for you. For everybody, for everybody. No, this is undeniably the best idea I've come up with. Of all the ideas for for this utopia that we're building, the best one is eleven o'clock is the time. There's no meetings before eleven o'clock. There's no classes before eleven o'clock. There's nothing. Nothing start. I mean, obviously, right? People are going to get up at eight in the morning. That eight in the morning will be considered working the graveyard shift. <laughs> That's <laughs> what like people who work at eight in the morning. It'll people who work at eight a.m. Right, right. They would be like the people now who go in at five a.m. Right, they'll be the bakers' hours would be at eight a.m. Yes. Oh, it just keeps getting better because those people would love to start at eight. Sure, you know yeah, donut makers. Yeah, they would love it. They would be like, "Holy shit, I get to sleep until fucking seven seven o'clock." You know? Right. I fixed everything. Okay. Once again. You're a tyrant. This weed I can't believe it was that easy. That is not fucking tyranny. Do you think that's tyranny, Nick? <laughs> Who said it was tyranny? Oh Brett called it tyranny. Yeah, putting down hours. <laughs> telling me when I can live my life. I'm not telling... <laughs> when I can do my business. I'm not telling you <laughs> when you can live your life. I'm telling you that I'm looking for a more uh, just system where everything starts where 11 o'clock is the morning and everything starts at 11 and then we all go to work at 11 so we all have to sit around and wait for the last no! people to wake up because oh. your day is more important than ours that's no no because people I, would start sleeping I, 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 I think i think brett might, i think brett might be a little bit misunderstanding here or maybe he's just acting in bad faith i can't really say for sure well I, people People would start sleeping till 10, which would, listen, nobody's unhappy with getting up at 10. 10 o'clock is like, I would get up at 10 if that was the norm, you know, but instead I get up at one because I'm a podcaster. <laughs> right. But I, I'm so, just saying, yes. like, I worked 11 to 8 at the cable company, Monday through Friday, Okay. And I would contend that that's the best schedule I ever had. Like, that was the one. That was the one where I felt the best. That was the one where I could still go to concerts. I could still go out and party at night. And so, like, basically every night was a weekend. 
You know, you don't have to be up till 10. You can go to bed at 2 a.m. and get your full eight hours. I just, people would rather go into work at 11. I'm telling you, dude. Then they get a morning too. You know why people like Sundays, Brett? Because they like the morning of Sunday. That Sunday morning jive feeling thing that people love. You have that every single day. Monday through Right, you don't get to like, in, yeah, you don't get to enjoy the morning during the weekdays because you're doing the opposite of that and enjoying the morning. Thank you, Nick. You're the you're the best caller we've ever had, really. Because I like I like a guy that agrees with me about everything. <laughs> I am honored. Well, to th- hold that title. <laughs> th- thanks for thanks for calling in, buddy. Uh, you got you got a Twitter or anything? You wanna you wanna push everybody somewhere? Nah, nah, I don't. I don't have a Twitter. I don't. I mean, I do, but I don't post on it. Right. Um, I guess. Uh, yeah. All. All I can say is, if you're listening to this and you have not subscribed to the Street Fight Patreon, do that because listening to Shocktober was the best five dollars I've ever spent in my entire life. Hey, uh, Teen Fight's going to be very good too. I'm, I'm excited for people to hear. It. I am looking forward to that. All right, I you have. Thank you for that. You plugged us. Thanks, Nick. Brett. Have you given any thought to my proposal? <laughs> yeah, I I can't do it. I really yes, can't. Oh, you are a fucking this morning thing with you. I really wish I could be I know. in the morning. Oh, I know you do. <laughs> it's nice. We've had this conversation a bunch of times where you're like, you know, I'm going to start getting up at like five in the morning and then you're miserable. And do you no. know why you're miserable? No. Because that's not the way it's supposed to be. Dude, because, like, when you work 11 to 8, you just spend all your time in the deep dark of the night drinking and doing drugs and, like, sleeping in until right before you got to go to work. And it just is, like, you never get anything done because you're, like, nothing is open. Like, I've just... Well, things would be open later, obviously. If ever, if the regular work starting time was 11, things would probably be open till like, 10 or 11. <sighs> I but I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But Being I felt up at like night is not good for me. Like that's when all the sinning happens. <laughs> you can't like work at night. No, I mean that's the only I mean, time I can. I'm work. tapped out. Like I have all the energy at the beginning of the day. Like by the end of the day, I'm just like ready to fucking pass out. Yeah, that's my goal. I mean, I, I, I'm in with you there. I I, I will. Uh, I will table this for Sorry, now, but I, I will I also mean, like, ask every listener that calls in if they agree oh, with love me, it. and every single one of them will agree with me because they love it. It's a perfect time. Chat, it's actually all a the chats are already saying like, "Oh, actually, I woke up at two today, so this sounds great." It's actually like a perfect compromise because I don't want to get up at eleven. That's a little early for me. Yeah, you know? I mean, I don't care. I mean, I would get up early, and you can I can maneuver around it. Yeah, yeah. Eleven's uh, early for me. I wouldn't want to get up at ten. You know, but I hate sometimes when shit opens at nine because I'm just like sitting there waiting to go to the post office or something stupid. I'm just thinking about stuff like like funerals and stuff. Funerals, yeah, they're always at like nine in the morning. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean that's special occasion. Well, th- but that you're really that's that's when they you're happen. Jeez, like, I really have to get up for this. <laughs> You'd be, I don't think you'd be surprised at how I react to things like Brian's that. at a new stage in his life. 
where he's now figuring out that he really doesn't want to go to funerals. <laughs> no, I don't mind funerals. Can't, you just can't be, can't expect it to be there if it's going to be before noon. I just feel horrible when I get there. It's like if I show up at nine, it's just like, you're not getting the best version of me. You right. Know? Your eyelashes sideways and you're like, can't see. You're all groggy. Yeah. I look horrible when I wake up early. Horrible. I mean, everybody in my life has somehow figured out how to work their way around my schedule. And uh, the dead don't, huh? The dead don't. That's true. Well, they could have the funerals like later in the day. That's true. It's just something. That's just a thought for us people that sleep late. But I, I mean, I'm not even talking about just funerals. Like if you and your friends get marathons, like I'll never run a marathon, uh huh? Because they started, so we can do like those eight in the morning, secret hours. <laughs> well, I'm just saying that, like, I, I'll never run a marathon. Okay. Um. What about farmer's market? Those things usually Never get one of those. Can't start till 11. That would be great. Then I could go. Brunch? Forget about it. It's already lunchtime. Brunch By the time I get up. Which is brunch to you? Three or four? I think it's like 11, right? No, in your time zone. Oh, uh, two. Yeah, one or two o'clock or something like that, you know? Okay. Doesn't seem like. Okay. Well, it's 11 o'clock now, right? 10 to, like, noon. Sure. Now, right? Okay. okay. I don't like that. I think it, I just 10 is too early. Um, let's think of, like, two more things that I can't do. Brunch has got to happen after noon. It's like 10 to 2. Huh? It's like 10 to 2, so. 2? Yeah. You got to be able to go late. Like, you got hangovers and shit. God, I always feel like they're, like, trying to end brunch as early as possible. Really? I, I, feel I feel like feel I show up it. early. I show up at 1045 and they're like, we're not doing brunch yet. Brett, I haven't been out to dinner since Street Fight, be- out to breakfast since Street Fight became my job. Wow. <laughs> I don't even consider that a thing that could possibly ever yeah. happen. I, I haven't been in a very long, I don't know either, so. People that go out to breakfast are wild to me. That's like, what? I do like that. I do like going to breakfast, but not like a sit down, like fucking meal for breakfast. I gotta take a nap if I go to breakfast. Like it's it like that eats up more of my day than anything. If I get up and eat a bunch of pancakes, I gotta lay down on a couch and sleep for two hours. Right. All right. Ready for this next call? Mm-hmm. Let's see who's on the line. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to? Hello. Hey. How's it going? Great. Uh, hold on. One. Actually, you don't have to hold on. Jason, can you turn this up in my ears? Yeah, I can't. I can't is it, hear. Is it as better well. now? No, it's not your fault. It was quiet on the last call too. Uh, who's this? All right. Uh, this is Zach. I was the target guy from a couple of weeks ago. Oh, uh, the poopy target guy. That's yes. what we know you as now, yeah, Zach. It's me. Zach. No longer Zach. a Lego maniac. <laughs> now the poopy target guy. Yep. Somebody said that I, I did get. A pushback on that where they said that the managers are actually the only people allowed to clean up doo-doo at Target. I will really? say that. That's what they told me. That's that's insane. Cause like they I told them like I'm not sure if I'm staying for this. They're like, nope, you did the little survey at the start and you're allowed to do it. Yeah, and I mean yeah, no, I had to And that's one of those things that they can get away with. That's very mm-hmm. easily like if you if yeah. they just say it, you're like, All right, ma'am, sure. You know, just like you just do it. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. The worst part too was after I did it, there was another cart attendant I was working there with. And after I finished, I walked out of the store and he's like, 
wait, did you just clean that up? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> nice. He says, he told me that anytime that happens, he just puts his hand up and goes, I'm not trained for that. And then walks away. <laughs> and I, well, I didn't know that because he never fucking told me. Well, that's how you yeah. learn. That's how you learn. Yeah. I love, I love exactly. the, I, that was one of my favorite moves. Somebody actually, I'm glad we were able to share this on the show. So more people don't make the mistake of getting down on their knees to clean up the poop. Right. Somebody was actually asking <laughs> exactly. me, somebody asked me earlier this week, they, they, uh, in my DMS, well, I, I'm going to do this now, Zach, we are going to get to your thing. I promise. Cause I'll forget about it if I don't do it now. Cause I'm high. Um, okay. You're so, good. You're good. Somebody asked me this week, they were writing a, a management training manual and they were like, mm -hmm. what should I do? What could I slip in there or hide in there <laughs> that would make things easy or easier for employees? Right. So look, mm -hmm. becoming mm -hmm. a co-op, obviously you can't write that in there. So this person's asking for something mm -hmm. that's like a little less obvious and, and that, that would make employees happy. And I, I said this, I was like, <clears throat> clearly define each person's role and tell them why they're doing what they're doing and don't make them do other things. That, yeah. That's all it is. Mm -hmm. People would be so happy mm -hmm. just to have a clearly defined role at their job and told why they're doing what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but exactly. I, yeah. yeah. Obviously a union would be better, but, or a co-op would be better mm -hmm. than even that. So I, I, I get it. It's just, mm -hmm. uh, uh, I, I just, there are so many of those jobs out there. Like target is one of the places like you signed on to do carts, but you had 87 other jobs that like they didn't yeah. like in the interview, you're they didn't, for. they didn't say like, so uh, you're here to bring in the carts and clean up dookie mm -hmm. and restock the diapers <laughs> yeah. when they need to be restocked and uh, get yelled at by, you know what I mean? <laughs> so what's up yeah, tonight? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I was, uh, I think I was going to, First off, I want to say that like waking up early is fascism. That's that's Thank my opinion you. on the waking up early debate. Like that's just a vestigial of capitalism, and like I think it's stupid, and everybody hates it. But it's just employers and schools make you do it. That's right. Everybody like, it's, hates it's it. Insane that like I'm like exactly like no. I, mean, I love to maximize to have, my sunshine, like, folks. Maximize the amount of sunshine. Be there when ooh. it starts. Do, do, let me is 11 o'clock good for you 11 o'clock is perfect thank it's you perfect, that's the socialism time you get darkness you can go around you can have fun you don't hate your life you don't have to drink like three energy drinks to survive to thank, you. thank you thank you for that <laughs> thank you for agreeing with me um you're right i yeah i i the the way that's i'm just thinking like that well, kids should be going to school later for sure. We know that. Like the science yeah. is there. Yeah. And yeah. there's like no reason why they need to go that early other than the parents got to be at work at eight. So they got to go at like seven. Mm -hmm. So the parents can then be at work by eight after dropping a kid off. You know? That's mm -hmm. like, yeah. I think I, I tend to believe that like nobody's natural sleep rhythms line up with what is normal considered normal mm -hmm. in the world we live in now like i don't think yeah, anybody coffee exists for a reason yeah yeah i agree i agree mm -hmm. 
You don't you do you really think it's normal? Like you think uh, Yeah, my kid woke me up at seven in the morning this morning. But but the research like ready to fucking fight. And but shit. but the research on teenagers though is that teenagers need more sleep sure. than adults and that going into school that early in the morning basically ensures that they're not gonna get that sleep. And one of the reasons for that also is the school runs these fucking things until eight, nine o'clock at night. You know, if you play softball, mm-hmm. you're probably yeah. not getting home from school until like eight, eight or nine o'clock at night. If if you're on fucking quiz bowl, you're at school all late and shit. <laughs> like there's no possible yeah. way for these kids to get eight hours of sleep because they're not getting home until late because they all do 75 active. Not my daughter. My daughter should be able to pull it off and she does. But I'm saying that like, I know a lot of kids that are teenagers that like play basketball or like softball or something that are at practice until like eight or nine and they come home and they got to do like an hour of homework usually. And then after or they more, do, or yeah, more. yeah, it's usually more, I think, but like, I just even yeah. saying just an hour of homework that puts them at 10 and then you know how mm-hmm. teenagers are. They're fucking stupid, man. They just stay up for another five hours. <laughs> <laughs> what else are you going to do? That's true. They just stay up and look at Snapchat all night is what they do and Snapchat with each other. Yeah. I mean, I think that y'all are definitely the fascists because (laughs) like, I mean, of course you exist, but you're not like the most natural, like normal shit. I mean, the real research suggests that people Mm -hmm. exist along different planes of things. And there's absolutely people (laughs) that get started early in the morning all the time and have a good life. And aren't like lying to themselves because of some <laughs> book uh, or mm. some app, some ism, you know. So oh, it's something I made up. I think you've been brainwashed. Yeah, I mean, I think we all have. I think the whole thing's a fucking mess. Yeah. We should have never decided to tell time. To tell you the truth, that was yeah, we exactly. fucked everything yeah. up when we came up with time. Period. You know, measuring yeah. time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right when we started yeah. that, everything was screwed. Yeah, meetings have to happen now. If time didn't exist, meetings wouldn't exist, and our lives would be better. Yeah, yeah. Meetings do suck, don't they? <laughs> yeah. Well, Zach, I want to thank you for calling. I'm going to. I'm. I'm going to yeah. make this happen. Okay. This. I'm going to make this eleven o'clock thing happen. Okay. That's I my campaign. I want to say real quick. I love the uh, the uh, Opie and Anthony episode of the cast. I yeah. really like that. It was pretty cathartic for me to listen to because, like, it helped me come to terms with some of the things. Because, like, I've come to, I came to Opie and Anthony pretty late. Like, I came to it after it already ended, and I was one of those people who discovered it through like YouTube clips and shit. And it was, it was like nice to just hear like you like line did like the history super well and everything. And I thought it was just a good thing to listen to. It's such an odd relationship that it it was really interesting to yeah. talk about. I think like. I just, you know, very shocking to me that, like, not to do a pun or anything, but it's 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 always very weird for me to think that those guys didn't like each other. So yeah, that, that was so crazy when they talked about how they just it was just one conversation, one conversation would solve everything, and then yep. they just didn't talk about it. Yeah, what eroded the relationship? It's so insane. It erodes. That erodes. But that's the thing about Anthony is that he's so afraid of any confrontation. Like that's the thing. Like he's he he 
like pretends to be this guy who's like, yeah, I'm a shock jock. I'm, I'm all macho. But like when it comes to like real emotional confrontation, he can never like deal with it ever. Which is, I well, think, well, so I, I, I'll say this. Like, I think a lot of relationships get fucked in exactly the same way. Like most, most people yeah. that stop being friends could have just had a conversation and probably still be friends. I mean, I, I, of course there's oh, yeah. other yeah. cases, but like you see it so much in mm-hmm. like, I mean, I'll, I'll say this. Most, most people that like quit their job or get fired probably could have just had one conversation and prevented that from happening. Right. Like, it just mm-hmm. yeah confrontation sucks and it's scary i'm exactly the same fucking way you know i bought 30 dollar chicken cold mm-hmm. chicken tenders because i didn't want to say never mind i don't want those i'm not going to pay 30 dollars <laughs> for these things and walked out which is exactly what i should have done but yeah. instead i just pulled 30 dollars mm-hmm. out of my wallet and handed it to the person and left yeah. with the shitty cold chicken tenders you know so yeah yeah street fight had to pay for that the listeners had to pay for that <laughs> I'm sorry. You had to pay for me not to get scared. I, I mean, I ate them. They were just ice cold. So, well, thanks for calling, Zach. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Keep on keeping on. Yeah. Stay up late. That's okay. my new Thank thing. You. Keep I'm on at the devil. trucking. I mean, I do agree that so- shit should be later for sure. Um, I live like a lifestyle where I switch gears and like, do business stuff and family stuff. But there is times in the evening where I would like to be able to go and get shit done from like six to 8 PM. And like, e- like the businesses are fucking closed. Yeah. You know? Like the business shit is over. Yeah. At like five. You know, a lot of times five. five. Yeah. 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 We can't get, this is the reason we can't, this is the reason we can't get the goddamn uh, passports because we have to meet up at the post office. Yeah. Here, here's something. The one, one specific one that closes at like four. Yeah. Here's here's something about Thanksgiving we haven't hit yet. And our new show probably will come out on Thanksgiving. So we got to talk about it now. Uh, a lot of places open on Thanksgiving this year. Probably more this time. Yeah. So people are working Thanksgiving. If you're um, working Thanksgiving and you're listening, you know, we'd love to hear from it's, you. Um, I don't know. It's all transformed at this point. Uh, I've been getting the emails for Black Friday sales all month long. Dude, I... I went this weekend to Tanger to the outlet. My mom was like, hey, I want to buy... I want to get you you some work clothes for my wife for Christmas. And she had like a 60% off coupon at J Crew. And when we get there, the whole store is 50% off. So it was like... You know, not even that special of a deal. And, <laughs> you know, we went everywhere else and they were all doing Black Friday sales. It was, it just said Black Friday on it. Like, there, it's just, it's uh, a phrase. It's a hashtag. Like, lost its meaning. Totally. It's a hashtag. Yeah. It's just yeah. like, uh, it's Black Friday. So it's like a fucking 60% off. I yeah, saw those. Fuck it. I, I'm, I've been making milkshakes lately. Oh, you were, Brett, I, I've been chomping at the bit to tell Brett about these milkshakes I'm making because he's gonna. <laughs> He's gonna fucking bury his head in his hands. Why? <laughs> it's uh, Tillamook oh. vanilla ice cream. Uh, Tillamook has vanilla. Yeah, the vanilla. What? I mean, everybody makes vanilla. That's not weird at all. Tillamook has that. That's that. Um, uh, Costco cheddar. 
That's what all those fucking suburban people they are raising on is that yeah. Tillamook cheddar. Oh my god, they're eating blocks of it, just handfuls. <laughs> of I know, it. I know. Katie one day told me like, you know, the best cheddar is actually Tillamook. Somebody at work told me. I'm like, motherfucker, yeah, of course. Somebody at work, yeah, because a penny a pound at Costco. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I've been taking that Tillamook vanilla ice cream, okay, and dumping vanilla oat milk in it. And it Ooh. put a little bit of vanilla extract. Oh God! It's a triple vanilla formula. <laughs> They're so fucking good. And okay, vanilla. vanilla oat milk with vanilla ice cream. Yeah, I'm gonna get vanilla oat ice cream next time. Mm. You haven't even thought of that yet. I hadn't thought about like they probably make non-dairy <laughs> vanilla ice cream out of oats. Oh, you're going for a vegan one? I think I'm going to make a vegan milkshake and see if I like it. I do. You know, we didn't talk. We, we're really bad about this, but there's like we go on these tours. And I feel like people do want to hear some of the stuff. Oh, yeah. But we went to Fat Burger from the Ice Cube song, right? Yeah. If you yeah. know it. <laughs> Brian sang it on the way there. Tony helped him out. Alexander, too. Uh, and they had a vegan milkshake that was made with oat milk, cashew milk. And that shit was fucking incredibly good. It yeah. can be done. Yeah, the nut milks and the oat milks are pretty good. Oh, yeah. I got into a big argument with a friend of ours on Friday. He's all mad because uh, he thinks that, like, you shouldn't be allowed to call oat milk or soy milk or nice. any of that stuff milk. Yeah. And he keeps saying, you, like... You, what Does an almond have tits? Is that what he said? Well... No, he said, look it up in the dictionary what milk is. Milk comes from a cat, mammal. It's the milk of a mammal or some shit like that. Not. Sure. And then it's like, right, I don't care what the dictionary says. Right. <laughs> like, if we call something milk, then it's milk. Yeah. I think. That, that, it's not like a ma that's not a magical book. I know. I the library, the line, the, the, it's not like a, the dictionary is not a spell book. Like that, they said that shit's oat milk. I know what it is when they said oat milk. I didn't think that it was like a giant oat mammal that they milked for yeah. it. I was like, I mean, the dictionary is like supposed to be a rough approximation of the words, and they change you know, it all the time too. And they change stuff, and it's kind of like we could call it. I think he wanted to call it oat juice. And it's just like, but nobody would drink oat juice. It's not trying to be juice. The thing it's trying to be is milk. So it's very easy to describe this thing as milk. A and milky in the type. parlance of our time, the way that we talk, we call it fucking milk. Yeah. Language evolves and changes. We're not stuck with the same definitions for the rest of our lives. Right. And fucking oat milk's not bad. It's very good. I'm an oat milk guy. Now. It's thick. It's fucking very frothy. It's good shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, and vanilla flavor. And van so much vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> and the, and the, the big bold flavor of oat. <laughs> when you when you pack that big bold flavor of oat with vanilla, it just really knocks your socks off. <laughs> it gets your knickers vanilla. knocked up. It's not. I, I, I made this argument on tour, and I'm going to say it right now. Vanilla is not... <laughs> vanilla is not like the original ice cream. Yeah. It's not like the ice cream they made when they couldn't figure out how to make other ice creams. That's no. chocolate. No. Probably chocolate came how? before vanilla. 
I mean, vanilla is just milk, really. You could just have a glass of milk. It's not milk. It's Close. vanilla flavor, Close. number one. And number two, like, do you think that the first... So, okay. Here's what I... What was this the first milkshake flavor? So, the first milkshake, right, was just milk and ice milk. And it just tasted like milk. And people yeah. fucking went ape shit right, for it's like it. so creamy. Yeah. The straw stands up inside of it. Yeah. They were, they were jumping on top of light poles and shit, doing headstands when they tried it. Yeah. Like holding people- it upside down. Gee, Wellickers. <laughs> yeah. People were like riding in the streets for them. They fucking loved them because milk was just something that they loved back then. They fucking, them motherfuckers. Yeah. yeah that was like premium shit. <laughs> yeah. They it would came drink- out of a fucking animal. It's like, God damn. <laughs> The thing that people back in the 1920s liked was milk and ham. They were just fucking all day. Oh, yeah, butter and shit. Yeah, milk all that and premium ham. shit. So anyway, the next flavor of ice cream had to be chocolate to me. Really? Because it's the most obvious flavor. <laughs> How do you even look this up? It's actually like the most boring flavor. And then vanilla was invented because people were like, all right, enough of the chocolate. <laughs> Dial it back. <laughs> no, back with this rich flavor. No, this no. rich cacao. It's not a rich. <laughs> it's not about richness. Vanilla is a rich flavor. I'm saying that it's maybe for more refined palates like mine, but like it's just one of those things that's like chocolate had to okay, be first. Got it. It was all of them together. They're saying oh, Neapolitan. The first one uh, was an eggnog-like drink made with whiskey. I fucking knew it was eggnog or some gross shit. <laughs> right, but after that, milkshakes were just like regular ice milk, like you said. Ugh. But they would put a flavored syrup in there, like chocolate. vanilla, chocolate, or strawberry. Probably. Most so those three. That's yeah. Those not three launched together. They, I'm telling you that I can't quantify this, but when the People were sitting in the room deciding <laughs> well, they were like, <laughs> which mean, flavor to make first. Yeah. They said chocolate. Then they said strawberry. And then some innovator at the table was like, oh, what if we did vanilla, though? Yeah. No, somebody was like, what if we made one that was so boring that the other two... Like every time someone ordered a vanilla, they would feel bad about it because the the strawberry and chocolate people would be so excited for getting theirs, and we're gonna sell twice as many chocolate and strawberries <sighs> by putting such a bland flavor it's out. It's not bland. Like, what we're gonna do? We're gonna scrape the inside of this little bean. <laughs> we're gonna get like eight seeds and mix it up in there, and just really fuck them up. <laughs> not even change the color of it. Don't even change the color of it. That's that is a bad. That's probably. I think look. that's the main ro- problem people have with vanilla is it's white. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that. Yeah, there's any. a lot of prejudice. The, yeah. it, well, it's these days. It's <laughs> the prejudice. That's on. not what I'm saying. <laughs> it's whiteness. I agree. No, I, I feel it. <laughs> I'm saying, <laughs> like mayonnaise is white and everybody loves it, and they're that's like, true. this is the greatest stuff. But the joke about mayonnaise, no flavor. Right? Mm, yes. Yes. That's less the least spicy thing there is. Right. And that like sort of like taints vanilla, vanilla. in think, a way. You think mayo's right next to vanilla, like we're buddies, and that's not fair. Well, people just see white. Right. You know, they go yeah. look at a white ice cream and yeah. they're like, that's boring. I mean, I think definitely if you get the beans in there, that's what I'm down for. I, I, I'm gonna prove to be more bougie in this. I have to see the little vanilla beans in there. That gets me going. 
I don't know about that, man. I don't know. <laughs> you like any? I don't. I don't like. I mean, I don't hate vanilla. I like French vanilla. I don't hate vanilla. I just never have ordered vanilla. That's what I would say. Okay, here you go. French vanilla is very good. Mm-hmm. Vanilla bean, These very are your good. Favorite ice creams? English vanilla. Okay. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> yeah. Top three. I don't want anything else in there. Ooh. Nothing else in Ooh. there anymore. I'm done with other stuff. I know what I like, and it's vanilla. I also You're hurting me. Uh, something about me that I've never said before to anybody because I've always kind of felt weird about it is I think chocolate chip cookies would be better if you just didn't put chocolate chips in them. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, <laughs> like, no. I like the cookie part of them oh, motherfuckers, no. dude. Ah, the cookie part's the part I see, like. See, your, your simplification of the world is fucking it up for the rest of us. <laughs> it's not. I don't, I'm not out, like, out on We them. like other stuff. I'm not outlawing them. I'm just saying chocolate chip cookies would be better if you got rid of the chocolate chips. I, okay, I'm just gonna I'm gonna say that I do wish they sold those separately. Uh, yes. I, have, I have been like, why can't you get them? Why can't you shake some of the chips out of this? <laughs> exactly. Because yeah. the cookie tastes good enough. It's a bunch of fucking sugar. I don't need chocolate in there, too. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, it's hard to... That's hard to give up, though. But I know what you mean. Well, okay. Well, But vanilla is still... I mean, they've done a lot better since. Oh vanilla. well, I'll tell you this, this right some now. Great new flavors. I'll tell you this, this right now. This one called Moose Tracks. It would knock your socks off. Yeah, my daughter sent me to get her a spicy chicken sandwich from Wendy's the other day. So I'm I'm there, and I'm like, I'm gonna get a vanilla frosty. This is great. You know, mm-hmm. they stopped making them. They switched it to birthday cake. Hmm. And I'm like, I yeah, don't want birthday sucks. cake, yeah. man. That's too much. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Stop getting. Why is birthday cake so a thing, dude? It's taking over the unicorn, the rainbows, the every day is the most special day in the world. Shit is just taking over. I just hate birthday cake now. You did. You were, I came you, out pro I mean, birthday ago, cake on this podcast. Yeah, on this exact you show. I I can't I, I, with it anymore. I don't have it either. I mean, I, I think it's only appropriate when it's someone's birthday. It should be a special treat. I don't think you should ha- wake up. And just get like fucking protein pancakes that are birthday cake flavored. <laughs> you know? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> like order them off Instagram or something. You Remember know? when we were tripping in New Orleans and I got those crazy pancakes at IHOP, the birthday cake ones? Yeah. That is what killed that it. That went over the top. That was what got me. They These motherfuckers, Jason, poured vanilla, like, like sugar water on top of those and just put sprinkles on them. And, like, I felt like I was going to die one minute after I took my first (laughs) (laughs) They were the sweetest things I ever had. And I was just like, birthday cake's over for me, man. No more. You know, I was buying the birthday cake Oreos at one period all the time. Yeah. I hate them. Somebody, sorry, somebody with Helmick in the chat mentioned this. Nilla Wafers. I love those fucking things. That's also one of my top cookies of all time. I don't even need them on anything. (laughs) I know. I'll fuck. I just fill my mouth like a squirrel and sit there and just (laughs) crunch on the edge of the couch and just eat a whole bunch. That's probably the only crunchy treat I like. (laughs) Good call on that. Yeah, I don't like crunchy stuff. Yeah, that shit fucks you up. I don't like any crunchy stuff. Yeah, man, I I mean, I leave a fucking grease stain on the couch after eating those things. Yeah. Um, Yeah, one of my favorites of all time, especially with banana pudding, a little bit of whipped cream. Oh, no, you don't eat none of that stuff. I just, I I don't like them with anything. I I just eat vanilla. Sometimes I'll make a 59 cents 
thing of pudding sometimes. You yeah, know, that's I'm good. really going. Outrageous. I mean, it is good banana pudding. With, yeah, with the Nilla's in there. I love Nilla wafers. Whoever said that? Thank you for reminding me. I'm gonna stop and get some Nilla wafers. Ginger snaps is my other my new one. Also, that I will fuck up like a two dollar bag of those. Just you know, eat that instead of dinner. You know, I don't know about that, man. Uh, all right, let's see who's on the phone. Or yeah, right. Yeah, let's. Well, we'll probably take one more and go to break. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Hey, it's Terry. You hear me? What's, What's up, up, Terry? Terry? We hear you perfectly. All right, perfect. Glad I got the quality tonight. All right, so um, uh, I wanted to talk about um, some of my dealings with uh, small business tyrants. Is that so right? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. That's we love that stuff. All right. So this is not really this is not really small business. It's more like a a, a middling corporate tyrant. So I was I've been working at um, Pizza Hut for like a month or two, and I just got uh, fucking fired like last week. It's bullshit, and I want to say uh, fuck uh, Brandon or Brandon, whatever his name is, yeah, and all a whole bunch of uh, dumbasses at the Pizza Hut. Fuck them, right? Mm-hmm. It's, for uh, sure. It's, uh, it was a pretty dehumanizing, stupid ass job, and. Uh, they were cutting my hours, so I, I don't got like fucking shit money. Uh, I, I live at home, so it's like I was, it's not like I'm dead, but like I, I got, you know, no money. I can't do shit. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I just wanted to do something a, a little cathartic with with um, uh, uh, shitting on them. So uh, yeah, <laughs> sweet. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah. Fuck Is it Pizza, pizza Hut? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and but uh. Ugh. You want to yeah, hear pizza, pizza Hut? But, but the, I got a Pizza Hut story for you. But oh, go ahead. Oh, really quick. Uh, no, I you want to get some of the things yeah, out get of my head before chest. I like, you, forget them. Yeah, go there, for it. There is a... There, <laughs> yeah, fuck Brendan or whatever his name has and whoever else is there. I don't even remember their names. But but uh, there there is a, a good note in that um, uh, I've been having like good relationships with my professors at school like i'm actually i got fucking uh a's right now it's like the first time since like like when i was like a, a little kid since i've been doing really well at school and uh so uh, one of my professors is like hooking me up with a job like doing some clerical stuff i don't want to uh, get into the details but uh you know happy for that and um I, I do a little bit of activism on campus you know like we're trying to do um some like organizing and DSA stuff. It's not going in incredibly well, but like, um, I don't know. Like some of my, some of my professors dig that. Like, uh, you know, like um, uh, some of my advocacy with like uh, DSA and stuff. So, so, so uh, th- there is some good stuff. <laughs> um, also, uh, I know you guys are on a couple of different platforms, so I'm, I'm not sure if I can ask you about this, but. You, you guys are the, the guys I want to ask <laughs> because um, uh, can I ask you about a, a weed real quick or, or hell is it yeah, give you, like Twitch band. No, yeah, it's no, good. No, You're all right, all right. I think they we don't give a shit. They don't. Okay, they ain't dude. paying no attention to us. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here's what I got. Here's what I got. When, when I fucking had money, when I had money, um, I got a, a, a little vape cart, right? And like, uh, I, I finished that a month ago, but. Dude, this is still a little bit of uh, nectar in there, and I can't get to it. Like, um, <laughs> if I take that thing apart and like and like uh, put that on my tongue and just swallow it, am I gonna fucking die, or is that gonna be good shit? I don't think it'll kill you. I don't think it'll be 
I don't know if it'll get you stoned, though, because I don't think that's... Do- Could you eat a dab, Brett? Do you know if it's decarbed? Um, I know there there are people that have said it that broke all over them, and they licked it off, and it got them really messed up. Okay. Um, yeah. I've tried to chase down <laughs> the inside true. of those things before, and it looks like a lot from the outside, <laughs> but by the time you bust it open and start scraping and stuff, there's really usually a very minimal amount left. <clears throat> um. But I, I really don't know. The chat can probably can probably can tell me more. But yeah, I, I, haven't I don't think you're going to get it out of there. I just think people. Uh, Damn. I, yeah, it's one of those like, like I think everybody wants to it's get like it out of there. Dude. It's like I've been I've been looking at it for like a like a month or two now, and like I've been trying to like like uh like a um, uh, vape from it, and like I, I got like a few puffs, but like it wasn't doing shit. I just kind of. Man, it was not working. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think like you got to chalk that one up to a lot. You know what you should think of it of? Think of it like a roach you would just throw away, unless you save your roaches, which I know there are people that save their roaches, and I know I'm going to get yelled at for saying we throw our roaches away, but it just became too much. I, I, I have made it to a point in my life where I have an amount of money that I don't have to save roaches or, or uh, do resin hits, you know? <laughs> so. Yeah, I, I got like, you know, I, I got like 30 bucks in the, in my checking account right now. Ah, jeez. I don't have nothing. That sucks. I, <laughs> I know the feeling. I gas in my tank and, and, well, and I'm, I'm just happy, like, I'm happy, like, I'm not, uh, but like, that, you know, I got, at least I got like, some amount of privilege, you know, like I'm not like, yeah, I yeah, would just, my, my, I gotta my advice in those so situations, <laughs> you just gotta be, um, you gotta be really funny and engaging and useful to somebody that smokes weed all the time. Um, <laughs> I've got, uh, a, so, yeah, dude, I've got yeah, a lot of weed you know, don't you? Uh, just by hanging out with people Tinder that smoke just weed. For that. And, uh, that? I've been, uh, I've been trying to, that's why I got Tinder the other day. I've been trying to uh, talk to these, um, <laughs> sweeties that I need someone to, uh, <laughs> on a date. <laughs> I think right. I'm on Tinder trying to. I've never heard of. I've heard of people going on Tinder for sexual intercourse, but I haven't considered like looking for people who smoke weed on there just to hang out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I think you can get both, right? Well, if they're gonna meet you yeah, for a date, both. they're probably gonna smoke. <laughs> Same time, man. I gotta tell you. I mean, it's so easy. It's so easy to tell who the to the. Uh, <laughs> I just, I just want to say this. My wife has never bought weed in her entire life. <laughs> and like, I haven't either. I'm a, I'm a square, dude. Well, I mean, except for that cart. Do you have trouble getting it? Uh, Is I, that I, I, I like really an issue? You. Is it legal where you're I mean, at? I don't, really, I don't really get out much. I oh, know, dude. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Much. Oh, that sucks, man. Yeah, because car. No, dude. Yeah, I you know, uh, I, I want to try to get a medical, but like, a, you know, like, um, uh, I share a physician with my parents. So I don't think that's going to work out. Oh, no, you just go to one of them hacky sack guys. Like, I, if you have medical in I your mean, I state. I tried that one time, and, and they were talking about, they were talking about, like, different prescriptions. Like, um, like, how am I going to prove, like, I got anxiety? I mean, like, clearly I fucking do, because everyone does in this in this hellscape, right? But how am I going to, like, prove to them that I need it? Yeah, like, I, I asked them, like, can I can I get it for, like, being fucking autistic? And they're like, no. <laughs> you got it. Uh, like you, what you got to do, and now I don't know what state you're in or whatever, but from my understanding is, go find the doctor 
No, I'm fucking a... say Florida. Florida. Okay. In Florida. Okay, in Florida. Go find a doctor. Hey, if you're in the chat, if you're in the chat, tell me what to do. Okay, it's in the chat. Right, right? and I'm going to tell you right now. Computer, I want to see. You go to the doctor that has a weed leaf in his logo on the outside of his <laughs> building, and you say, well, just, Holy... this. It's called uh, Doc MJ, but they didn't help me out. <laughs> and it's yeah. Well, sorry, you got to go in there and you have to really like, I mean, if they didn't help you out with the anxiety, like you just have to say like, you have to say like, I have debilitating anxiety and the only thing that's ever made me feel better is weed. And I think they yeah. could probably help you out. Like you can't go, you're allowed to fucking lie. They want you to lie. I think some of the, mm. Brett, would you agree that mm -hmm. like the, the, uh, the, the weed doctors that like are just like Dr. <laughs> Mary Jane, you know, they probably want you to put on a somewhat of a show, but I'll say this. I've heard that in a lot of sure. medical states, I've heard that in a lot of medical states, you can just do them over the internet, too. Oh, man, I'm a little scared of that, but uh, I might have to look into that. But, I, you know, I, so I, scary. Oh, hold on. It's legal. Uh, it's I, also coming. The, the question. I'm sorry. Recreational is also coming up on the ballot. Guys, thing. Oh, go ahead. Recreational is coming up on probably the ballot. Dude, there, um, yeah, I'm we're probably going to, you know, uh, work on, on um, you know, canvassing or, or fucking whatever of that. Uh, I'll be definitely looking at that, but uh, I want to answer the question about like this uh, eleven starting the day at eleven. Thank you. I, and and then at eight, I think that's a bunch of a bunch of bullshit. You oh, know, I, I hate this tell you guy. Why. Hang up. I love. Thank you. Know, you. No, 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 no. No, let me explain. Let me explain. So you, you're you're gonna give us a forty five hour work week? No, dude. We got eleven, and we're gonna we're gonna still lunch. At five. Lunch. You get we a lunch. A six hour work day, and we're gonna get off on Friday. Right. right. That's the real goal. That is the goal. You're, shift, you're just shifting it. I, we can't I just agree. Shift it, but you're talking about 8 o'clock? No, we got to demand the whole bag, right? <laughs> I agree with you now. Obviously. I agree with you. There you go. On there you go. Three hours a day. 11 whatever. Perfect. But it starts at 11, is what I'm trying to say. Like, it all starts at 11. I don't That's know, man. It. I don't care what it's days. Like Liz Warren, dude. All right. Oh, whatever. Come on. <laughs> I mean, it could be 11 to 3 Monday through Thursday. They can't. So okay, I'm in, I'm getting into it now too. If if yeah, I've only got to do like four see? four to five hours, but it starts at eleven. I can do like my martial arts and my you know coffee and you stuff before so eleven. What's up? You know, pissing me off so much. So I'm in, I'm into like I'm a lefty socialist guy, right? Or a socialist person. And um, you know what they were fighting for in the in the late nineteenth uh, century, eighteen hundreds was an eight hour workday. Look. I'm 22. I've never been at a job where you only got to work eight day, eight hours and it's over in my life. I I so agree. Like, Me neither. We don't even have we don't even have domains from like 200 years ago. Uh, <laughs> this pisses me off, especially being in this dumbass state where you're not even allowed to like have a fucking union. Yeah, oh, man. that's right. That's <laughs> Damn, right. that is funny. Like Bernie Sanders coming out and saying we should have six hour work days would win him the election a hundred percent for sure. But he's not. He ain't going for it. You know what I, I mean? Know, like that I mean, would that, all the shit about how he's too far left wing. He's already a compromise. I mean, that's what I'm, I think like, too. Satisfied to campaign for him, but he's already like the weakest. He he basically like catches up to like where we should be, right? Which is like 
European or Latin American social democracy, but that's like that's not like left. That's just like yeah. the baseline. Because we are looking, <laughs> we are looking. I mean, me and Brett talk about this that's all like the time. Not dying in the streets of healthcare. Like, <laughs> yeah, me and Brett talk about this all the time. But like, there is no fucking reason that every single adult needs to work 40 hours a week anymore. There's none. There's not even... I can't figure out... Because they're not doing anything. Like, so many of them aren't even doing anything. What do you do at work? You just sit there and and you're like... You're like going on Twitter. Every every job is just like pretending to work. Like, I... I, Almost every job... I've been been at one where I had to like sit at a computer for like... Like, the whole time. But even then, like, we would take, like, a two-hour lunch, like, every day. Like, we would go out and, like, bring food back in. And then, But, it, like, any of the job, like, I'm sorry, like, the other jobs, it's like, you just get on your phone and take a break. You're just sitting there on the clock. Right. Every, every job we do is just pretending to work. Right. So why don't every, we just, you know, cut it off at, a, at, like, five hours and we'll just get on my phone at home or, like, Maybe I'll just like drive out uh, to New Orleans or whatever. Like take, you know, spend the spend half the day uh, somewhere else. Come back tomorrow, go to work. You know, it's we should just be spending that time outside of the outside of the um, workplace. We can shut it down, and save fucking money. Yeah, I, I, well, and I I think like I I I think like when I say we aren't doing anything, I just think of all the jobs I had where like. I definitely didn't have eight hours worth of work, but I had to be yeah. there for eight hours or they, they were unsatisfied with my performance and I couldn't get paid. Oh my God. They're looking at you like, like they're like, well, they're thinking like you need to be like sweeping up some stuff or do, doing some stuff. Like it's not even like part of the job. Like, I mean, there's a job where they're like, well, you got nothing to do. Why don't you just like start scrubbing the uh, thing that hasn't been cleaned in seven years? Like, why? Why is that my job all of a sudden? Yeah, yeah, because, because I agree. There's nothing to do. No, you should just send us home. Like, give me a check and like, I got some video games to play. I got like, uh, whatever. You can <laughs> learn violin, is what I always say. I, I think also that thing. Yeah, you can self uh, betterment. Yeah. yeah, and and I think that thing where it's like. I remember at McDonald's, this is how it worked, dude. If you went into McDonald's on, let's just say, because that was my first job. And I, let's say you go in on a Tuesday. Nobody eats McDonald's on Tuesday. It just doesn't get a, there's not really a rush or anything. Most people are cooking at home or something. McDonald's is like a Monday, Friday, Saturday kind of thing, right? So if you. Well, you got mornings though. And like beyond that, it's like. It's done. Right. I was, I was in high school. So I came in from like three to eight. Okay. And there were Tuesdays where nothing's happening. Totally. It sounds like it's totally dead. Yeah. The drive-thru would be dead. And my job was, uh, sweep, deck brush, mop, right? That's what they do. And then clean the stainless. And as soon as I finished the stainless, no matter what the floor looked like, I had to sweep. Deck brush and then mop and then clean the stainless over and over again. Yeah, if there was no work, then that's that was what your job <laughs> it was. Like you were in an autopilot, like you were just a robot. You know, something else about a job a that uh, people don't talk about that really pisses me off is getting cut. So you're scheduled to be there at certain hours, and then it's kind of slow. So they're just like, 
go home. And so then, like, you lose, like, what, three, four hours of work? Right, you should get paid for that. Like, what do I have this job for? It's just so inconsistent. Yeah, you should get paid for it. Well, those are also the jobs where you have different start times and different schedules every week, which I think should be against the law. That should be against labor laws. Yeah, because they punish people with those. Those schedules are used to punish people a lot of the time. You know, like, there's so many times where... If you have a different schedule every week, they say it's for need, but then it's like all of a sudden the boss is irritated with me because I said something mean in a meeting and now I work four to close every day. You know what I mean? Like I don't have any like short or whatever I'm looking for. Or uh, this has happened a lot to my sister. If she was like sort of having trouble with the boss, she worked at a restaurant if she was like having uh static with with like the chef or whatever, she was the first one cut every day. Like decent or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She would get cut. She would get cut every day. So a lot of times they'll cut you or fuck your schedule up to punish you. And it's bullshit. And that's how they make people quit jobs. Absolutely. That's how they made me quit no, inside. It's, uh, it's turnover. Like if if we if we stuck at, at a job for like couple of years instead of just quitting when it starts to start like productivity raises that's one of the reasons why uh like uh, a really high minimum wage is not doesn't kill jobs it makes jobs more productive and like no one who's raised it has had this job loss it, it, i'm just saying like these capitalists don't know what they're doing because if, if they did they would understand that it raises their productivity and actually gets better work out of people when they actually, you know, have some dignity and stability in their lives and ability to like develop skills on the job. <laughs> they, yeah. they don't know what's good for them, do they? they no, don't. no, they don't. They're that's why they get overthrown. Well, thanks for calling in, buddy. Yeah, hell yeah. That was so fun. That was so so fun, guys. Hey, I'm gonna hey chat chat. I'm gonna jump on the computer in five minutes. I need to know what to do in Florida. You, you know what we're talking about. All right, I'll see you chat. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you. I'm I'm googling Weed Doctor Florida. I'm going to get us a good name here real okay, quick. Okay, Weed Doctor Florida. Yeah, I um I I guess you should probably you should play it up the most you can. I would. Yeah. Yeah, Next I ad. think you should put on somewhat of a show because yeah. like the doctor has to feel like Right. Yeah, you go to marijuanadoctor.com. Yeah. And you play put on a tiny little show and be like, "Hey, uh, I got the showers. I need weed I to got fix the it. Showers. Yeah, I got the, the, the Shocktober people will appreciate that. You got to go in there and like, yeah, do a thing. It's bad. I got. P- oh man! Someone in the chat said, "I said I have PTSD, and you should definitely put on a show to get weed." Yeah, because that's what I. My plan was always like, I'm gonna go in there. Just if act I, hectic. <laughs> that was what I was gonna do. I was just gonna go act like myself, right. and I was just yeah. If you if you I mean you need it. I mean it is like you do actually need it, but you have to like kind of rev it up for him in front of him for him to be like, all right, all right, all right, all right. You can have it. Yeah, that's basically what they want. You, they want to look at you and know that you need weed. <laughs> you have to de- you have to like dehumanize yourself in front of them. Yeah, do like be embarrassing in front of them. So they're like, yeah. oh yeah, they. I no mean, one especially be that. if you don't have an obvious ailment. You, you sure. Know what I'm yeah. Like if you obviously they're gonna give it to you if you have something. If you're a guy like me who is just like, well, I really like weed. And I want to do it for fun. Or if it helps you sleep, or if it helps you, yeah, control yeah. your anxiety or whatever it does. If you, if you want that, you have to go in and be like, 
Woo! You get to look like like you basically walk in the room like Kramer <laughs> and tell them you have like really bad anxiety and they're not gonna send you anywhere else. They're just gonna help you out with yeah. That. Also, a lot of people have said that like if you go in there and you say you have PTSD, that like they'll never argue with you. Sure. Because that's what my plan is always just to be like, oh man, you know, in 2009, which this is actually not untrue in 2009 i got robbed at gunpoint for my work keys and then my whole life spiraled out of control which technically that's exactly what happened (laughs) but it spiraled right into the best possible situation (laughs) yes and also like i never think about it yeah i never i never think about that guy pointing that gun at me ever Right. I mean, like two or three days I thought about it, but it didn't trauma. Like, I don't think it did much to me except for hurt my wrist. Yeah. And then also derail my life. Right. Totally. To get me to where I am right now. (laughs) Right. Right. But you're not waking up in cold sweats at night. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. It was a dumb. Yeah, it was a dumbass that just wanted fucking cable cable key money for not even the the right tools, dude. Right. Not even the right. He he took the keys. But everybody that steals cable knows there's terminators in there too, which are like these these little things you put over and you can't screw them off, right? They're locks basically, and you need a key, which is like a screwdriver with a pull down plunger thing and plug in, and you you twist it off like that. They didn't get the the terminator key, so all they had was the key. They couldn't do anything. They could just open the box. They could open the box and look at it, but they, they couldn't not hook anything up. But but a little helpful hint for all you people out there. They sell Terminator keys on eBay. You can totally get your hands on a Terminator key. So and if you're at a cable and you feel like climbing the poles, you can I mean, if rearrange you're in your a, shit. But if you're in an apartment and you can, <laughs> they leave a lot of the boxes unlocked on the side of the apartments. I mean, I know I did because like, I was too lazy and there's, there's like a ton of cables in it. And like, if you push it. It won't close all the way. Eh, yeah, you got to like do some maintenance work to get it rolling. And I'm like too lazy to do that. So I didn't do it. And I push and push and push. And if it didn't shut up, like, fuck it. They're not going to check. And I would just leave. But uh, I'll look it up right now. But yeah, I know you can get all the tools to hook up cable illegally on eBay. And also they're cheap as fuck. And if you're shooting to hook up cable illegally, here's here's some professional advice here. They are not – the chances of them finding you are very slim. And if they do find you, you just say, well, it's on when I moved in, you know? And then they'll unhook you, and then you got to pay for it. But if you if you steal cable generally, like, I never audited. I never did audits. When I was a cable guy, right? And nobody else that worked with me did audits. And about once a year, they would have a big company come in and they would do a huge audit, like of subcontractors. They would do like a huge audit, but they still didn't go to every single box. And it's just like, if you can get it plugged in, like they can't go for a while. Yeah. They would have to catch you actually doing it for anything to happen because like I always advise people when you move into a new apartment if you're an apartment dweller as I am to just plug the cable into the back of the TV they might not have ever come and disconnect it because that happens a lot too 
you know, guys will just be like, oh, I did it and then didn't do it and then go right. do something else, you know? All right. Well, we got uh, two more calls. You just want to go through with this? Yeah, let's do it. Thank you for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? How you doing? Hey, is it me? Yep, this is you. you. Say so. Um, hi. Uh, I just also want to agree that uh, time is a fascist construct. Yeah, we should just um, get rid of time. Get rid of it. Yeah, I'm down with that. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, you just got to no give it clock. time. No more clocks. <laughs> just get rid of them. I mean, people in Las Vegas are like living their best life, right? There ain't no clocks in it. <laughs> you, you, Brett knows I'm lying. No, none of the casinos, <laughs> none of the casinos have clocks at, uh, none of the casinos have clocks. It's very weird. It's, uh, it is very, I mean, since we all have phones in our pocket, it's not that hard, but I can imagine before there were phones, it would get pretty disorienting there. <laughs> I guess maybe people wore watches, but yeah. I was never going to start wearing a watch. It's just, I don't wear jewelry. You know, Maybe I should get my wedding ring tattooed on me. Okay. Katie's name and Deftones. Yeah. Katie's name and Deftones. Deftones font. It's yeah. a beautiful font for it a beautiful is. woman. It's so, so charming. So, so Katie, oh, well, uh, I, remind me to tell you after we finish, well, I want to make sure our caller gets everything in that they wanted to, but I, I do have something about yeah, Katie. Yeah, sorry, I'm. You know, I'm I'm really stoned right now. Sorry no, you're more that. than welcome. Buddy, I'm stoned too. I drank weed tea and I've been um, tooting on my uh, packs. <laughs> yeah, I just hit a big, big old bowl off a big bong, so I'm feeling <sighs> pretty good for the night. I was really um, thinking about bongs the other day because my buddy uh, and co-host of the POD cast, John Cullen did weed for the very first time in his life. And I watched the video and he, he, he smoked a joint. He, oh, he, wow. How he kept calling it a hoot. I was hooting on this joint. <laughs> Sitting with really? Chris and <laughs> Stefan and everybody is like, I took two big hoots off that joint. And I'm like, all right, man, hoots. Yeah, <laughs> he did. Uh, I, he, we How'd did. It, well, I thought the podcast was very funny. <laughs> Because he's the host. He's your, he does your job. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And he's stoned for the very first time in his life. It was just an interesting sure. thing. Because that shit has out. to be hard to do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you were like. Absolutely. Yeah, I can't imagine getting to the age of 35 without trying beer. Because we found out on tour that John has never drank a beer. He's never done anything. What? He's never smoked a cigarette. Yeah. He's never done a single felt- thing. I felt like I waited a long time to do anything because I waited till senior year of high school. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I think you're normal, actually. I, I felt like I was like ancient, being like smoking my first weed. <laughs> really, I think I was like a square. I think you're pretty normal. <laughs> I think you're pretty normal. I, I like. I've yeah, been talking to like- people late. I've talked to a lot of people lately who were like. Oh, yeah, man. I started smoking weed when I was 18. Like, a lot of people just wait till they're 18. I don't... Maybe it's because well, they move out. Yeah, you gotta get out of your parents' house. Right. Yeah. 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 My, my mom was, like, asking me why I smelled like weed way before I even knew anything about weed. 
Oh, he dude. Was just, like, all on it. Interesting. <laughs> oh, dude. My, uh, my, my, uh, what was I saying? You're saying my, uh, my, oh, my, Sharona? I, my, I was telling a story earlier today about a time where I got super stoned. I went to this class called Heroes and Villains. Which Grove, Heroes and Villains. Yes, it's a Groveport High School course that everybody took because Mr. Lippet was that's nice. Not <laughs> yes, that's not education. We learned about heroes, and then we also learned about villains. What kind of hero? Oh, I, I had to write a okay, so I had to write a thing on on uh, my hero, and I wrote about Kurt Cobain, which is. You know, my hero at that time, I guess. I had just gotten into him. It was about a year after he died. And uh, I noticed that cool people okay, liked him. so they him. let you pick your own hero. Yeah. Uh, well, we wa- <laughs> it's funny. We watched, like, civil rights videos and stuff like that. But we never okay. talked about a villain. Am I right, Jason? Like, you never talked about... <laughs> they would sometimes be like, Hitler. Oh, you know Hitler. <laughs> Me? He's the only oh, villain yeah. there's Jason's ever been. Saying Middle East villains. Okay, yeah, that's uh, that's I was when I was there, it was like all heroes and be like, oh, we're talking today about like Martin Luther King Jr. And then there was one class every semester, I guess, where he would sit down and be like, now we got to talk about a villain, and that villain's name is Hitler. You may have heard of him, <laughs> and they give you like I, I they he he never brought up. Any obviously, he's not going to bring up any American presidents who are very they're villainous, you know. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. But in that class, I came in high every day because it was my second period class. I would get high, and I would still be high when I got there. And uh, one day, right on. One day, he came up to me while I was uh, sleeping at my desk during a viewing of Eyes on the Prize, the PBS documentary about civil rights. I was sleeping because he made us watch it like 16 days in a row and uh i was asleep and he came up and he whispered in my ear and he said be careful and then just walked away oh wow (laughs) it was oh my god the freakiest thing i knew i was busted (laughs) yeah you know what i mean (laughs) that's great dude he fucking Put a bomb in there. He did. Ticking time bomb. You're like, I'm going to get busted. Fuck. He knows. That's shocking. Be careful. There are too many teachers. I was talking to teachers today on Twitter, actually, because I was talking about uh, we would go to school on LSD when we were kids, right? Like, I remember very vividly, you know, we would, some of us would go to, Jason went to high school on LSD one day. Sure. I know. And then they made him sit at a punishment table with another guy, and then they caused a bunch of trouble. So I was like wondering, because I thought they were smooth. You know what I mean? Because I was also a kid, and I came to school high all the time, and I said, teachers, if you're a teacher out there, do you know who is stoned in your class? And a lot of them said, yeah, but I mean, they usually pay attention. Right. And it's not like really a big deal. Now, LSD is a little bit more disruptive. Right. <laughs> you just hard to pay attention. Yeah. That's hard to be a part of a class. Yeah. So I, I, I went to class last year. You went to like, I went to class last year on a little more mushrooms than I meant to. <laughs> so I was trying to do a micro jump. And it got a little weird. Oh, and no. uh, there was like graphs about the ocean 
on the board, and they were kind of starting to get a little swirly during the lecture. But I, I held it together because it was just a lecture. Yeah. Well, you know, that's uh, you know, you, you just got to work on your dosing on that one. You just got to get the get it <laughs> yeah, right. You got to dial sure. it in. There's a certain risk in microdosing. Yeah. But that's more <laughs> micro. Sometimes we get we get addicted to the macro. <laughs> like, well, microdosing is such a funny thing to me now because I know this is why teenagers shouldn't really do psychedelics, right? Because you would get mad. Like, what you enjoy now when you microdose, you would like actually be mad about if you were a kid. You're like, I didn't fucking achieve ego death or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. and now you're just like, I maybe would... just a little bit of tripping is nice. No, like, you would I say, agree. I didn't trip when back in the day you would. I like to have the full thing, you know. I do too, but I don't, I don't think know. it this, is. This a... was last year. This was in college. I don't think it's a. I don't think it's a requirement to get the whole thing. Yeah, I was. I was giving it some thought too. Yeah. Over some recent events in my life, uh, uh, but you know, we uh we had a whole bunch of mushrooms on the tour, and me and Tony ate a bunch, and we're both dads now, and like I don't need a whole bunch, and I still like to do a whole bunch when I can, you know, of of anything, but like you do, like the the troublesome thing is at a younger age. You just are so get so reckless with it and just keep piling it on, you know, and you just have to be like, you know, there's a level of fucked up I'm going to get and then just be done with it. Like it doesn't it's like it doesn't have to just keep going uh -huh. and going and going, you know, like, I don't know. I made the same mistake when I yeah, was a kid of, of just like, tr you know, trying to keep it going forever. And it's like it doesn't. You yeah, know? I think you can't like, get any further. Yeah. I think like I psychedelics now i'm not saying i think all they should be legal obviously i think all this all the drugs should be oh, legal I'm, every single drug should be legal sure. but psychedelics is oh, this okay. thing where it's like if there were better if, if if you were able to have an honest conversation about psychedelics on um on tv or whatever right you would probably mm -hmm. say hey 25 maybe is a good age to start experimenting with these things because like yeah i just feel right. like once well, you're 25 the concept of you getting in trouble moves further for that right is well, gone right and, you I, know? and there, I, I, there also is something more like a bud tender type thing where you know when i've sold drugs to people before i've done a little extra work and weighed things out for them based upon you know the science that's available online but you know to say to somebody like this is one gram of mushrooms like y'all can all eat one of these and have like a really chill great time at the house or you can eat this whole eighth of them and you're gonna like you know you're gonna get down to the bare essence of your being you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah you're gonna hit down to you the straight down to the soul they should be sold by uh mental health professionals yeah yeah, that should be rolled into that profession. I just think that, like, I like, always uh, tell, like, the haircut and the post on. I, I always tell people over thirty to, like, now I'm always that have quit. You know, they're like, I'm too old to do right. to be tripping and stuff. And I'm always like, hey, I think the best possible thing you can do for yourself is trip when you're 35, 40 years yeah, old. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it's different. Yeah, it's not what just you remember it being. One. 
Yeah. And, and it's not handle- what you remember it being. Yeah. You have a handle on things. You're more in control. Um, yeah. I mean, I think they're very mm-hmm. important for me in my life. You know, I don't I think everybody needs to mess with them. I don't think they are for everybody, but uh, they are an important part of, you know, what I, what I, you know, gets me going and, you know, informs my life and keeps me, you know, in the mindset where I'm at. Right. Like, I, I, I like to test those limits, you know. Uh, We've eaten half eights quite a few times now and had some of the best times ever together, right? Like when we went to uh, Joey Janela's spring break in New Orleans, that's like a very memorable moment for me and him. We were like having like the world's best time together and uh, we each ate a half an eighth of shrooms and I wasn't fucking tripping, but like. It just made everything more fun. We went to that Ween concert, and I never even heard a Ween song in my life. And uh, I took a half eighth of shrooms, and I, when they started playing The Doors, I was, like, standing in the audience singing, Mr. Mojo Rising. <laughs> and it was just, like, this really great time. And I think, like, I... Oh, yeah. I, I think e- each time I've done them and done all the way, when you go to the full on 100%, this is a trip that I've come out on the other end a better person. Yeah, absolutely. And feeling better yeah. inside. But you can't do it all the time, though. No. Yeah. I think every six months it, to go full yeah. in, you know, you should go in oh, every yeah. six months if you can find the time to do it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. At this point, I have them more regularly and uh, I have a handle on what they are. And uh, I mean, they're just I appreciate them as like an experience, you know, for like going to wrestling shows and stuff where you're going to be locked in this room for like three hours. And in, like, I'd rather just eat these shrooms that I know. I know how much I can eat at this point. And it's way better than spending $38 on fucking beer, you know? Oh, fuck yeah. You're totally right. <laughs> oh, and it yeah. makes wrestling just seem like the most that. amazing thing in the world, too. Yeah. Brett kept t- Brett was on acid. Yeah. Yeah. Brett was on acid. I know. Like, imagine the vibe that arenas could do if drugs were legal. You know what I mean? Where it would be like. Right? I might actually want to go to things. <laughs> yeah. Right. If you like, could buy a hit of acid. If we could just, like, all smoke weed. Yeah, vibes. Just better vibes. Like, if you go to a Cypress Hill concert, they're not selling fucking beer because they don't want beer they want to smoke weed if you go to see fucking marshmallow (laughs) they should have like club drugs 2cb you know so you can take that shit if you're gonna go to fucking oh yeah if you're gonna go see ween you should be able to buy tabs of acid and mushrooms that shit that vibe in in a perfect world that's what you'd be able to do at events we're like me and Brett could hold shows. Me and Brett could hold shows and we could do different vibes for different shows, right. you know, at the merch table. <laughs> it's like this Dang. is the drug of choice. We're all getting twisted on this mescaline tonight. Stand in front of the audience. Everybody in the audience <laughs> takes a tab of acid. And then me and you take a tab of acid and we just have a night together with us on stage. <laughs> Would be an amazing yeah, fucking thing. No, they lock thing our, to- they, they got our hands tied. We can't do that kind of energy. Without getting in trouble with the law, I know the government fucking unconstitutionally is stopping my freedom of speech because I can't create under these conditions. Yeah. We can't do dose parties. <laughs> How intense would the, we? That's, we sick. should make that. A, dig that. We should make. That. 
We should make that like a $100,000 Patreon level goal that we'll do. I like actually, one of those electric Kool-Aid acid tests. When we when we were playing with the Trillbillies, we had we had a bunch of acid and shrooms and shit. And like I wanted to do something fun when we went down to go see them. But I was telling them, I'm like, there's no moment in my mind, like, where I could be so, like, out of it, where I'm going to go on, like, like what, like, a solo would be, like, a rant? Would I do, like, an eight-minute fucking rant where I'm, like, on my knees and shit, like, just talking shit, sweating, you know, just, like, stream of consciousness, oh just go, like, that's not going to happen. Like, I'm not going to do, I'm not going to get a Jimi Hendrix moment. You're not going to get, uh, like, the only way you can get that now is if you have one of those snake churches. <laughs> right. That's yeah, the, the only that's- time people get to go wild. In, in like a real place <laughs> right. and get really crazy with stuff. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Right. Like they are they're allowed to do church. it. We should but snake church. You can't get in. I no, thought you can't get in. Oh, I mean, one. that's true. I mean, I would let a cobra bite me and see what it feels like. What the fuck? <laughs> sure. You know, I hear you get high from that. Yeah, shit. I know. Remember it when that guy me. got bit by that black mamba and his friend was like, oh my God, <laughs> dude, you just got bit by <laughs> Do you remember that video? Yes. <laughs> The guy, <laughs> this guy fucking pulls out a black mamba and he lets it bite him. But like the thing, of, he's like a science guy, I Holy think. Fuck. So he's like being like, I want to be immune. His thing, he's a snake guy. Yeah, I th- he, yeah, yeah. He's he's. I think I saw that guy. Yeah, he's, he's a snake actually guy. Have like a bunch of different. Go ahead. Did he have like a bunch of different kind of snakes and he was getting the venom out of them? Yes. See, and, and like injecting it. No, he was just letting him bite in and inject, put the venom in him. He this w- motherfucker was doing that. But oh, he was fuck. actually carrying the torch of like a 1900s Dust Bowl Carney guy that was like surviving on snake venom because they thought it was like the the cure <laughs> to like all your ailments. So he was trained by some guy like that. No, I truly think that like, so like- I think his goal actually, I want to just say this, is that like he's a guy. He's a snake guy. All snake guys are fucking weirdos to the last, very last one of them. I also very much believe that if me and Brett didn't meet and Brett didn't get married, he would be a snake guy or a lizard guy. Look at it. He has that energy, right? He would have lizards in his house for sure, like iguanas and shit. But anyway, so this guy is like, I'm going to let the, he's like, I'm going to let this snake bite me. I'm not. But it's not, it's, I think it's supposed to be done in the name of like building his immunity because he works with snakes. Right. He's He's going to let the snake bite him and then the snakes ain't going to be able to fuck with him. He'll be king of the snakes, is what I'm imagining. That's true. Okay. I see where you're going with it. (laughs) Okay. Snake bite people just want to be king king of the snakes. But then he has the snake bite him. And first of all, it's already a great video just to see a guy going through snake venom because <laughs> yeah. he was like sweating. <laughs> yeah, and you yeah, can he tell was- he started to feel real bad. Yeah, but he what- was hanging on for dear life. <laughs> yeah, internally he was hanging on for dear life. <laughs> but he also invited his buddy there or something, and his buddy was really hyped up on it. So this guy gets bit by a snake. His face starts to turn red. You can tell he's starting to diarrhea in his pants and all that stuff. Like, you can tell shit is fucked up in his body, and he's just trying to cling to life. And then this other guy's, like, going, dude, you just let a black mama bite you. Oh, my God. This is the craziest thing. Oh, man, you're the shit. And he's, like, all excited about it. That's amazing. 
amazing to get a hype man. I know. Well, if you're getting bit by snakes, you should have a life. Yeah, life. yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're not going to be able to do much oh, speaking yeah. to yourself. But it is weird that, like, the only... work the audience. The only way that you can... Truly, like, the only way that you can, like, get weird in public is to drink, right? Which uh-huh. sucks. Yeah. Like, that's the worst kind of getting yeah, weird. Get it's, weird. Drinking is the Awful. worst kind of getting weird of all the ways to get weird, okay. which is stuff. Absolutely. Fair. And, uh, but you can, you can, if you have a church, get bit by snakes. Yeah. And everybody can have that experience. <laughs> zone out for the afternoon. Yeah. I just found, uh, oh, never mind. It's you rattlesnake vaccine. I thought it was venom. We could do a snake like, church. Hmm. Let's try it. Just I mean, start, I'd love to just swing it around my head and throw it in the crowd. <laughs> I'm looking up uh, vet snake venom and seeing if there's like a kind you can drink. <laughs> there's a vitality shake. They well, would, I'm just trying to find it. out if there's a safe amount of snake venom. Put it in your toilet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See what it does. I mean, I know it probably just gives you diarrhea, <laughs> right? Like when you get bit by like a snake. Like necrosis? Doesn't it like kill your veins? Some of those guys like have like real fucked up like tissue from that shit too. That's true. Yeah. That's cool to be king of the yeah, snakes. Yeah, that's though. what it does. Ah, now look at my necrosis. I'm the king of the snakes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he them to bite you. <laughs> he, says it. He, says it in, he says it more in an academic way. Stop being silly. He goes to conventions, snake conventions, and he says, look, I'm the king of the snakes. And then he goes and lets everybody's snakes bite him. <laughs> And then, like, living at the end of it is just, that's the achievement, That's right? what it is. Here's my thesis. What's, what's, what's your thesis? It's like, well, I'm going to let all these snakes bite me, and I'm going to stay alive. <laughs> and that's an impressive thing. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> like, I am impressed with like, that. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> As a science student, that is how you do it. Yeah, yeah. That's how wait. you do the science. That's how you write science. And when he becomes the king, I love this king of the snakes guy now because I am thinking about him just being like, none of you, none of your snakes can fucking kill me. Right, like go into the snake convention and just like, he, any room he walks snake. into, he just throws an exotic snake on the ground, <laughs> and he's like, I'm completely immune to that. <laughs> You know, let's hope things go my way so I can get out of here. You know, let's bring that snake with me. Just walking around with That's a king a cobra with a cobra around his neck, and he's just <laughs> like got this cobra and he's playing with it. And he's like, if this bites you, you're fucked. But it bites me seven times a day, and I just go through a weird thing in my brain. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm back to normal. I just stare really hard and hang on for dear life. <laughs> Why do you think that mind state is I mean, I think you are cheating death. I think there's probably a point where you could just like flop into giving up. Like he's just like white knuckling it, you know, just fucking. Like he's he's forcing his heart to beat by just thinking about it. The U.S. DA regulates who can buy and sell snake venom. It's very important to learn about these regulations so you can operate. Yeah. Oh, snake. There's jobs. Snake milker. Ooh. And oh my god. Oh, oh, imagine organizing your life around snakes. I can. I mean, they're. I know you can. They're very interesting creatures. (laughs) All right. There's a lot of. 
snake milking venom is is yelling at them about. That's just what you, you let that snake bite you too many times. The, the snake milking job is just making them bite one of those like balloons on top of a mason jar. On top of a shot glass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there's not, but you don't get much oh, venom. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's cool. But what you use the fucking venom for is the question. Oh, I mean, secret like serums to extend your life? You think people are drinking snake venom? Kill cancer shit? They're probably. expensive as hell. Snake Isn't venom. That one, like Jeffrey Epstein was on? <laughs> probably. <laughs> All the, all the them pals. I thought they were adrenochrome. <laughs> yeah, I think they're on adrenochrome. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> human. Yeah, there's probably some snake medicine in there. I found multifunctional toxins in snake venoms. I'm gonna learn a little bit about this, and maybe yeah. I'll drink a snake. Put venom some. Or something. Yeah, well, thanks. Mix it up with colloidal silver <laughs> and just take it as a shot in the morning. Yeah, I'm just gonna. <laughs> maybe we can sell snake venom on the site. You know. Yes. Find a supplier. All right, you ready to get this last call? Yep. Let's do it. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Hello, am I on? Yeah, you're on. Oh, sweet. This is Dylan from Denton. How are y'all doing? Oh, we're doing great tonight. Love Denton. Great we're city. Trying to meet. We're hoping to find the yeah, king of right. the snakes, actually, right now. But uh, what's I'm up, Dylan? The king of the snakes. Are you, do you like snakes, though? Um, do, you, do you like snakes? Uh, no. I, get, I, like, I like all animals, but I don't know. I don't really have an affinity. Can I ask, would snakes be like really Dylan low on the list of animals you like? <laughs> Like if you were told to yeah, list probably. ten, they're like your ten favorite animals. Would there be a snake on in your ten favorite animals? No. Definitely okay, not. you're normal, Brett. Yeah. <laughs> in top ten, snake guys freak me out. Yeah, Ta me too. Snakes are a boss. They don't have no legs. <laughs> they don't have no legs. Like that's ingenuity. Like, so top in ten, top yeah. five, top five. Uh. <laughs> Maybe. I, I don't mean, know. I have to look into it. Me and Brett don't even really like animals that much. Like, I like in snakes. The but snakes. You like snakes. They're neat. They're stretchy. They're like big worms. They're cartoonish. They're funny. Silly. And they like feel cool. They do. They feel so... They're like neat when they like their muscles move on your skin and shit. I've held a snake and I've also held one of those enormous cockroaches. Yeah, those like are weird Like the big too. Madagascar boy at uh, anytime people are handing out yeah. weird animals to hold, I'll fucking let it... I'll do it. Because like there's usually a bunch of fucking like eight, nine, ten year olds around and they think you're like the coolest fucking guy in the world right. if you do it. They're like, oh my God. Terrifying. Guy's fucking with a snake. And then they get all excited, and then you're king of the eight-year-olds, which is not as good as king of the snakes, and it's something that's very easy to achieve, but you know what I mean. Okay, what's up, Dylan? <laughs> um, I'm a... Oh, the acoustic's probably really bad. I'm actually at um, my college campus right now, doing some work for finals. Oh. I'm taking a break. When do you, when do you finish school? Um, I graduate from college this December on like December Nervous? 13th or something. Um, I'm so excited yeah. to not have to deal with school anymore. I, I know when I was, I know when I was doing it. I don't know it. what I'm going to do, but. Yeah, I, I know when I was doing it, it was like the first month after I finished college, it was so weird not to have homework. <laughs> Like, I didn't have anything that had to get done, and it was just like, oh, yeah. this is weird. It's just the finding a job part, you know. 
Let me ask, uh, are, are you excited? Are you going to go back? Are you doing a traditional Thanksgiving on Thursday? Um, yeah, I actually live, my family's in Fort Worth, which is like 30 minutes. All right. Me, so. so what's the, what's the Texas get down I, uh, for Thanksgiving? Yeah, we so need to like hear a, what your food smoked is. smoked turkey and like a Hormel Texas? dip? Yeah, so uh, I usually, we, the family usually goes over to my grandmother's house and uh, we have the, the like, you know, the normal big things like stuffing and turkey, gravy, uh, the, the cranberry stuff. Wait, stovetop stuffing? Like uh, stovetop stuffing or some other thing? Um, I'm not, I'm not sure I don't like stuffing either. I'm not. Okay. Really ah, same here, my, same here, same here, my friend. I do yeah. not like stuffing. I think it's sick. I don't even know why yeah. I love and bread. I'm, uh, I, yeah, I don't know what it, I love bread too. It's herbaceous I don't, I bread. Don't, I don't know what it is. It's the, it's, that's probably the thing with the most like white person flavor in the whole entire world. And I think that's probably what it is with stuffing <laughs> to me. What? Okay. I mean, that's what I think I don't like about. I think it's all such bland food. Wait, bread? And then, bread is a white person flavor? No, yeah. stuffing, the flavor in oh, okay. stuffing is the just others. like, ah, ah. whatever right. they're using in that stuff is. Ah. I like that one because my whole it mouth. usually has green flakes on it. That lets me know there is some herbs on it. That's my, that's <laughs> Brett like gets it. Brett gets like Brett hates going to Thanksgiving because there's like not a single fresh vegetable. <laughs> Do you have like fresh vegetables at your Thanksgiving? Yeah, I I'm a vegetarian too, so uh, it Thanksgiving is kind of difficult. But my uh, my grandma's really nice. She always uh, makes sure to make me like vegetarian stuff. So I got like green beans and mashed potatoes. Do, can I ask like it, are they annoyed by it because I, I think there's um, this weird I, I'll, I'll, I'll explain what I'm saying here uh, I, somebody recently pointed out a man cow tweet to me and the tweet was him being mad because they were making vegan fried chicken at KFC like, like he was actually yeah, like that's like classic conservative. Yeah, but what like thing to do? Be mad at vegetarianism, right? It's like, wh what are you fucking mad? Like, I don't get how that could make any reasonable human mad. But like, I think yeah, that's um, a pretty common thing, <laughs> you know. Well, they feel like they're being infringed upon. Yeah, how? <laughs> because there's regular chick. KFC my, uh, my makes chicken. They don't make fake chicken. <laughs> But uh, my, uh, my family sometimes like, or they, they still give me shit about it, but it's mostly like, you know, joking and they're from Texas. They're just used, they're not used to that, but I don't think anybody in my family is really serious about it. Like they don't care. Oh, that's it. Yeah. That's cool. That's, I mean, like, so what's your go-to yeah, then? People, my go-to what? Food. What's your go-to on your plate? Like, what do you go heavy on the most on? Oh, the food. I mean, if we're talking Thanksgiving, it's, it's like I love mashed potatoes. Potatoes, oh, are they are good. Um, like I said, my grandma will make like uh, green beans uh, and stuff. So I usually go for that. That's usually right. like the norm. I love mashed, mashed potatoes so much <laughs> that one time, and Jason will vouch for me. Jason made fun of me one time because <laughs> we, we, I was like ten years old, and we we're. <laughs> 
<laughs> this is the dumbest thing. I can't even tell it now. We were outside playing, and I kept reaching in my pocket and pull out mashed potatoes and just eat them. I put a bunch of mashed potatoes in my hoodie pocket. It was just like savoring that shit throughout the playtime. Yeah, like, yoink, you want to take a little mouthful? <laughs> I put it... <laughs> like, just lint. It wasn't in, like, a bag or anything. It just was just right like, in the pocket. I gotta grab these mashed potatoes and get out of here. Wait, were you not, like, picking lint out of your teeth or something? I probably was. I, I mean, like, <laughs> a day Jason tub. started making fun of me when he caught me eating it, and then all the other boys started to make fun of me when they caught me eating it, and then I went in the house embarrassed and... You know, started all over the next day without the mashed potatoes in my pocket, like you do when you're like nine, you know. But I, I, it's like my that's one of my earliest childhood memories is eating mashed potatoes out of the my pocket because it was just like weird. It's weird, I guess, but I just like my parents never had any good snacks around the house, you know. Like there, there were just never snacks there. And like, uh, I would really like the, the good parts of dinner. Cause they're not like excellent cooks, you know? So like the mashed potatoes was like a very exciting part of a dinner to me. If they weren't the flaky boys, you know, if they weren't like the fake ones. Right. So that's probably what was going on. Yeah. That makes sense. You know? So do you get yeah, like, do they make like you, a- do they make you a field roast? Um, what is that? I don't know what that is. Oh, well, let us teach you. I tried it. It's vile, but I'm not a vegetarian, so don't listen to me. But it's the roast, right? And that's yeah, like what you their, make. It's like the the competitor for tofurkey. Yeah. The celebration okay. roast from uh, no. Field Roast. No, I haven't. I haven't had any, like, substitutes. I've never had tofurkey before. I usually just, like, you know, end up getting... Um, Sides mainly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my wife is with that. She hates it that I order that I get the tofurkey. She hates because like I'm the only one that eats it. I make a big deal out of it. I love it. <laughs> Just in front, eat it in front of all, like the, all the. I I do like it. Like I do a good job with mine. <laughs> I think make it a big deal out of it. Hey, look at me! I'm eating the tofurkey yeah. over here. Here it I'm is. Clearing out the fridge. Look mate. how weird it looks. <laughs> it's gross. <laughs> That's what killed me when I tried for to be a vegetarian. This is very I fried selfish. that shit though. I go a little extra to make it. I mean, you gotta really like fuck sure. it up with like extra oil and shit. Yeah, I mean, I know my wife gets shit for being a vegetarian. Pro and even for me and Gwen, but no, we don't. We try really to be nice, but it's still like. When we go to her parents, they're like, oh, yeah, what should we make for you, Katie? Because she's the only vegetarian. Yeah. <laughs> like, that they probably know in life. Or, like, you know, my parents have said, like, don't worry, we'll have something for you, Katie. Like, it's like pointing you out as being. Oh, that happens every yeah. time. They're like pointing you out as being yeah. like a pain in the ass when in reality, yeah. the yeah. meat eating's got to like slow down. You know, I think the law should be you can have meat twice a week. <laughs> wow, you're just doing so many laws this week. You're <laughs> such a dictator. It's been yeah, so like long that. since I've been on on a podcast. Like I haven't sat in a basement yeah, in a while. You have proclaimed shit, <laughs> and I'm just now I'm back on mic and I'm excited and I'm just like having what a really is, good time and I want to make a proclamation. What are, what are people going to eat? Grain bowls? No, I, I I mean I'm kidding about 
like obviously a law, but I think we should really oh. shoot for like maybe just twice a week having meat. Sure. You know, it, it, people who eat meat, I think, should be like trying to cut back. And honestly, what like, about the rock though? He has to get like seven no, pounds of salmon a day. He doesn't. He doesn't have to do that. A lot of those guys are vegetarian. There though, is a aren't lot they? of them. Yeah, like a lot of the UFC guys are vegan. Uh, but I don't know. but like. I, I guess, like, my thing is, like... It's supposed to be better. You know what me. I want to say? I do want to say this. The best thing of the world doing the tour with uh, Tony from Minion Death Cult was that he's vegan, but while we were on the road, he was like, if I don't read the ingredients, then I don't know it's not vegan. Like, he was, like, so amenable and, like, so easy to get along with and was the right kind <laughs> of, like... He was the right kind of, like, I don't... You know, it doesn't really matter, you know... It's not important to like derail this entire trip because I can't find a snack or something, you know? Right. Yeah. It and was, he did he did take us to cool places. And he did that we were did vegan, eat a lot of good vegan you know? food. And yeah. like I that, again, like that's not a thing. It's so weird that the conservative thing is just like to be mad about that because it doesn't seem like something it doesn't seem like something that you should even care about. But I guess it's the same with a lot I mean, of the, 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 the social yeah, issues I mean, over there. I mean, it's the status quo, man. Yeah, it's, it's like their lifestyle. But like, yeah, it's lifestyle. Yes, yeah, it's, it's their culture. I mean, this is their day in and out. It's yeah. what they do. But I'm, I'm saying like, okay, for the most epic bacon guy, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> why, is, why does he care? And, and the only way I can figure this out is that he cares that you got you two, Brett and, and the caller. I'm sorry, I forgot. Uh, Dylan. He thinks yeah. that you guys <laughs> want to make him stop being Epic Bacon Guy. And sure. that's what he's A mad about. Bit. But I have never gotten the vibe from any vegetarians that like they would go and slap. I mean, uh, of course, some of them do want you to stop. And there's no problem with that. But most vegetarians I know consider it just like a diet it's like a personal dietary choice it's not like some fucking crazy political huge political statement to them and like why should epic bacon guy even give a shit that like there are a few people that like don't eat bacon does it just make him feel bad for eating the bacon you know do you think there's like an element I, I, of I, him I, of of meat eaters feeling bad for eating meat in that kind of sentiment I almost think it's like a kind of opportunity because like Brett said, it's like the status quo. It's like cool or it was cool to be like, you know, I love bacon or whatever. So it's just, I think it's just like a performative thing. They're just trying to impress the, the most of the people who eat meat, I think. Right, you know? right. Yeah, I mean, I think most of the science is out there uh, about like, you know, not to eat it all the fucking time. Uh I do have to say, though, every vegetarian gets into it. We want to change all of your fucking minds. Like, we really true. are, like, it's, it's true. warriors. We, yeah. we, I mean, we are, like, it's crazy for you to say two times a week because that is what makes them fucking mad. I try to act chill about it because I have gotten way more conversions. Like, I've got, like, a half dozen people around me that I maybe I can't, I you know, they they did it, you know, but I, I didn't, you know, it had to, I had to be cool about it. Like, it couldn't be like a I won you over type thing, you know. 
Yeah. I mean, it, it just, yeah. it, it makes sense. Uh, it makes sense, but I also can see it, you know, being a thing where if I ate a chicken breast every single week, it probably would be beneficial to me in some fucking ways, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I, I just mean, think I, like, I think, I, I know yeah, that yeah. vegetarians, the, I, I know that obviously there's people who are just like, they hate that people eat meat. I just don't see how they're a threat. Like, yeah. that's what I'm asking. Do you, like, yeah. I feel like they feel bad. They know inherently in their mind that eating that amount of meat isn't the right thing they don't, to do. They don't care. They're, they they think they're yeah, mad that you would assume care, yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, I think that there's people, you know, with people, humans have been eating meat since forever. It's something that's been happening for a very long time. And so they want to stand by that as being okay. And they don't think that, you know... They they don't want to be told otherwise, you know. Yeah, yeah. I I that's that's interesting because like I I I know that like I'm trying to I I'm cutting down. I've cut way down over the years of the meat I eat. I I really do probably have it maybe twice a week, sometimes not at all. Whatever. But like I I also am like like I sit around and like hope it. Like, I hope that they figure out how to make, like, the meat. The fake, yeah. The fake meat tastes like the real mm-hmm. meat. Like, that. Impo- I'll never eat a fucking beef whopper again, you know? And, uh, like, there's no reason to. Because yeah. they have something that tastes exactly the same. And, like, my reptile brain is programmed to, like, just things. The whole, the whole thing. Yeah. And, uh, but I, but I think, like, we're getting to a point anyway where, like, I mean, they're going to have to start settling for the fake stuff anyway. There's not going to be unlimited meat forever. Yeah. yeah. I'll say that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it really, it has to just, it's going to have to, uh, it really just has to evolve in a way that isn't just fake meat. I think that people get obsessed yeah. whenever all you're doing is fake meat stuff. Um, there is an incredible amount of dishes that you can make that don't require any of that stuff, mm-hmm. uh, any of the animal products or can be modified very simply so i mean that that's what's like talking about traditional thanksgiving like if you're going to do fake cheddar cheese with fake sour cream on your potatoes like that's probably just not going to hit the spot the way the other shit does you know but if you can have potatoes in a different way besides smothered and fucking dairy products you know you can do it without animals you know involved yeah i would love that I would like I to know. stop, and I, I stink. Here. No, I would like to stop, but I'm just bad at it. You know what I mean? Like, I I failed when I tried. I'll probably try again. Yeah, my sister actually. She just she saw the doctor and said she had a whole bunch of ulcers that was caused from dairy products. So I'm trying to cut down. Hanging out with Tony too is like you know I can like avoid some of this stuff. I don't know? think everything. Yeah, I I I think like a big thing for me was like. I didn't try Indian food until I was 39 years old. And then like, I, I know they have paneer, which is cheese, right? Like yeah. that's like a cheese, but like all the stuff, most, almost everything I've ever eaten. That's Indian food in the past year, since I've been enjoying it is like basically vegetarian. Yeah. 
I think I've had meat once. That shit rocks. I love Indian food. Yeah, yeah. and it's like and, uh, flavorful. Ethiopian, and it Ethiopian does, food is really good too. Yeah, it doesn't have like cheese on it, and it doesn't like none of that stuff is needed, and it tastes delicious. Like it's so fucking good. It's a lot of yogurt and a lot of cream. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, it's good and it's vegetarian. It is, and, and I, I think agree. I think there are vegan Indian places. Sure. Probably, I'm no. Sure. I mean, I it doesn't have to always, and I don't think you know. I think I think it's a limited. I want. I'm limiting, you know, the dairy stuff too. I'm not like against it. It's just, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, yeah. I just think like that there are cuisines that we don't even think about doing because we assume there's no cheese. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. We're just like, what? Oh, we can't put cheddar cheese on it. Fuck this thing. I'm. Yeah. I want my. I need to use my Tillamook. <laughs> I need my Tillamook. A perfect way to end the show. All right. <laughs> Thanks for calling in. Thanks for calling it. in. Hey. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for talking to y'all. All right. So the, the, the poster will be up soon. The variety show is January 27th. December 27th. December 27th, 2019. It's Street Fight. It's Lindsey Martin. It's Garbage Brain University. And our our reunion with the Trillbillies, our our best buddies in the whole entire world. Uh, we are going to be live streaming it on the internet, so t- you know you can tune in and watch it live as it's happening, or you know come out. It's going to be fun. There's a live band, the Howling Commandos. They're going to play rock music, and Jake's going to rap, and there's going to be I you know. I've considered maybe singing a song. Okay. You know? Yeah. Tickets will be available at store.streetfightradio.com if you want to get in there on the list early, secure your spot. We're going to be at Ruby Tuesday, December 27th. It's a variety show. It's Street Fight Radio. Um, It'll also be going down on our Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, all that as well. Um, Also, you can head over to Patreon if you want bonus content. There's... I know we've been lacking a little bit because we were on tour, uh, but there is Teen Fight Radio starting. Shocktober is there. Can I say there might sometime? I want to. I this miniseries things is like my baby, and I love it. And I might like. I might need like two weeks between two series. You know what I mean? So I I can't like promise. That I'm going to be able to seamlessly do each series, but I won't make you wait longer than like a couple weeks or something before you have a new thing. Okay. I just want to let people know because they're, they take more work than anything else I do. Right. <laughs> uh, so head over to patreon.com slash street fight radio to get more content from us, to get more live video, to get more live audio, to get zines, everything you want over there. Um, and if you're looking for gifts for the street fighter in your life, store.streetfightradio.com is the place to go. We've got prints, we've got posters, we've got t-shirts, um, help us spread this mess across the U S it's getting bigger and better. And we can't wait to take this onward and upward into 2020, uh, and, uh, meet all y'all and the, the, the things that you're doing, uh, that, or inspire us and keep us going. And we're glad that you show up uh, and let us know that, you know, you're out there and uh, we can't do without you, but we will be back on Wednesday, right? Hell yeah. We'll be back. Basement show. 
We're going to do, also we'll be at Elevator Tap Room watching wrestling. So if you're in Columbus, 8 to 10, Elevator Tap Room on 4th. We'll be there. AEW Dynamite happens with Street Fight Wednesday night. Yeah. Be there. And who knows who's going to be on the basement show this week. Maybe there will be guests. Could be some guests. Yeah. Exciting Thanksgiving guests for the Street Fight this Wednesday night. Uh, we appreciate it. I'm Brett. He's Brian. Have a good one. Peace. Yeah. Yeah. Street niggas, I'm a representative. East Gary, I'm a representative. Rest in peace, Granny, I'm a representative. Made it through the summer with no air conditioning. Catch a subtle around the kitchen in the winter. Just a young and thuggin' trying to check a million. Young and thuggin' trying to check a million. Winners tending with the killer in my system. More than we and liquor in my system. Got the brand new women's in the solar system. All my seven figure niggas know the feeling. Niggas flooded this situation. All my bitches got a situation. County lock up for the police station. We was in some shitty situations. About to smoke it up, hold it up. I'm a thug and smoking, leave the warrior. Caught the brick and from Southern Florida. Spent 120 on a rover truck. I had bitches with a nigga rode the bus. For the money, bitches never noticed us. Way back when they wouldn't do a show with us. Now they calling me so they can open up. I put you niggas on game. Put some respect on my name. Freddy can't live in legend. I hit a stain. Cousin took two to the brain. Put his miss me, it's a blessing. I can see the day like it was yesterday. I never forget it. So rest in peace, the Lord. You was caught in the system. I made my lane up in this game and up to winning percentage. So fuck a record deal. A nigga need a bigger percentage. I'm like, never come out check, nigga. Yeah. Representer. Insane, I'm a representer. BL, I'm a representer. I'm a 2212 representer. But you know about stuffing kilos in the engine. You a sidewalk nigga, street and in you. About to stretch his coat the like the seventh dinner. Young and thuggin' tryna check a million. Windows tinting with the killer in my system. More than weed and liquor in my system. Got the brand new with my sinner solar system. Now my seven figure niggas know the feeling. Never flooded, it's a situation. All my bitches got a situation. County locker for the police station. We was in some yeah. shitty situations. Yeah. 1989, I seen a nigga bleed. Uncle stabbed him in the neck, he hit his knees. Turned the arcade to a stampede. I was playing Pac Man Centipede. Put me on some shit I never should have seen. Robbing, killing drug dealing in my jeans. I was living in Atlanta, jigging beans. Dre, you hit a nigga with the Billy Jean. Dr. Goon got a nigga back to flowing. Bought the plane ticket first, I wasn't open. From that moment, I was West Coast and living out of city apartment, smoking all the roaches. Straight surviving off a of Wendy's, pull your local 43rd and main. I'm supposed to serve smokers. Then Maria, I'm familiar with my Chola yeah. 20. For the yeah. chicken, that's a boy you look. Obama got elected today and I got arrested. LA County literally stripping the nigga naked. Then I never tell on none of my enemies a connection. Motherfuck Jeff Sessions, I'm selling dope with a weapon. Only union, some of me and my niggas got is the Western. I'm their favorite rapper when niggas fucked up in these stretches. A lot of niggas feel like I got my books up in 11. Tell them pussy niggas come get the fuck up on my level. Yeah. This how it feel to wake up and you don't own nobody shit. Not an explanation, not no compensation. Drug administration, suck a nigga dick. With my daddy ran over Eddie with the motorcycle, he ain't been that nigga since. Seen a transform the crackhead in. I got 20 Fred, can I get a hit? Nigga, dang. Fuck You Friday was such a great holiday that I thought I would extend the holiday season and let's call it I Don't Give a Shit Saturday. I don't give a shit about what you think about me. I don't give a shit about who you think I ought to be. I don't give a shit about you don't like me cussing. I don't give a shit what you like. I'm doing what is best for me. I'm doing those things that make me happy. Those things that I think are positive with me. And that's what you need to say to anyone today who comes into your life trying to bring negative shit into your life. Tell them I don't give a shit. In fact, tell them if you're not feeding me, financing me, or fucking me, I just don't give a shit. In fact, go out on this holiday, get you some ribs, put it on the grill, and let's call it 
fuck a cue. Let's have a fuck a cue holiday and not give a shit about what people have to say about you in your life. This is your morning message from the Cussing Pastor. Have a great day.